Hello everyone. Hello Sean. How are you all doing today? Hey guys. Hey Chris. Welcome to this podcast does not have a name. Episode 38 for July 13th, 2022. So what's new, Chris? What have you been up to? Uh, pretty much the same, same as all the ways. Uh, I don't think there's been too much of a difference what's been going on. I guess to get started, uh, I finally beat, or beat, I finally watched, uh, finally finished watching, I guess, correction, the original Kamen Rider series, the one that the movie next year will be based on. A hundred, like, 98 episodes. <laughs> Holy crap. Oh, geez, that many? Yeah, it's, I... it was quite long. <laughs> huh. I had no idea. 200 episodes. Where do you find the time to watch those? 200? 100. 98. I think I... 198. No. 198. No, oh, 9-8. I thought 100. I yeah, I, I was going to say 100 and then I corrected myself. I guess it I sounded... See. Oh, that's... that's it a, sound, yeah. I guess it sounded like me saying 198. I meant just 98. Still, it's it was quite long. <laughs> quite a big slog to get through. Lots of redundant monster of the week episodes that you could cut out but fair enough right that's what those syndicated shows are for it's just filling time mostly but uh i liked it in the end i don't know if in any if in any of the other seasons they're gonna have shocker as the uh antagonists i know they show up in like some crossover episodes with power rangers but I kind of want to see them come back at some point. Who's that again? Uh, they're the villains. There's some... The name I mean? Shocker. Shocker. Yes. I don't think I've seen them in Power Rangers. No, they they won't be in Power Rangers, but there was a at least one spin-off like, collaboration movie with the monsters from Shocker and Power Rangers facing off against all the Kamen Rider and uh, Power Ranger characters. Okay. It was there's a lot of characters, even just from Common Rider. <laughs> then you add in like almost five times as many for Power Rangers because there's five heroes. Like holy crap. <laughs> a lot so, of heroes. I'm assuming the same company in Japan who owns who owns the rights to Common Rider also owns the rights to Power Rangers? I or no? want to say no. I think they're all I think uh Common Rider, Power Rangers and Ultraman are all owned by different companies i think but i don't know for sure okay but they do lots of crossover when it comes to that sort of stuff japan is more like for crossover stuff it seems to me that japan is more open to crossover stuff than north american companies because if you look at is it chibi robot no there's a mech game series that's out and they have lots of crossovers with a lot of the japanese companies like evangelion and uh I guess Gundam being one of the big ones uh, and a bunch of others that are owned all by different companies and they always do collaboration video games together. And I've noticed that with a bunch of other stuff too. And You never see the those games come to North America because different companies own the rights here and they don't want to share money. I think it's a great thing. But I, I don't know. I could be wrong. <laughs> but I finished it. It was good. I like to... Nice. Like the end of that Common Writer series. And then I was going to continue uh, 
Chris for the North Star. And then I realized I have to sign into my account in the Crunchyroll on my phone again. And I don't remember my password. It's written down say, on my PC. Do you, so, do you want to do a quick, like, 30 second review of, of what you thought of the series? It was good. Eight out of 10? Oh, you mean like something like that? Like, uh, yeah, I'm, yeah. It is really old, and I don't know if I'd like it as much as what I've seen in the early episodes of, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Ultraman. But I think it's better than the earlier seasons of, uh, from what I've seen of Power Rangers or Super Sentai. Like, it is meant for slightly higher uh, age, group. age group, but not really because they do focus a lot on kids uh, as well. But I guess it depends on the, se on the series that's being done. I don't know. If I was to rate, like, most Power Rangers series as, like, between a 6 and a 7... I put this at slightly above that, slightly above that, maybe, maybe around the average of that. So we'll see seven okay. in terms of that. But, uh, so it seems like you enjoyed it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I started watching the original Ultraman as well. I watched like two episodes, so it's very early going in. And I want to say I might enjoy this one more because it's more. Guys in really goofy rubber suits fighting each other. Like, you know, Power Ranger villains, a lot of them, you know, monster and big suits, right? And stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Something about the Ultraman has a different style to it. I think it's because they're actually, they're actually interacting with each other. Like, there's lots of, like, wrestling techniques. Like, lots of hip throws and them throwing each other around the map. Like, big swings. Stuff like that, which you don't see in Super Sentai or in Kamen Rider. So... <laughs> Each of them, funny, I was gonna say, each of them have a different style to their combat. Power Rangers is mostly stay away and use special techniques. Ultraman is like getting close and like basically wrestling. And Common Rider was, at least in the later seasons, they focus more on the martial arts, like actually getting in there because they're all human sized, getting in there and actually like fist to fist combat. So it's a little, they're all a little different. <laughs> In terms of their fighting cells. <laughs> uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. It, it'd be funny if... Well, you know how, like, Japanese pro wrestling is very much different than, mm. the, you know, regular wrestling? Like, they're all about, like, the fancy moves and the flips and, like, spinning their opponent, like, going around their body five times and, <laughs> you know, that sort of thing. Well, that's also uh, a big thing in luchador wrestling as well. Yes, yes. <laughs> but, like, yeah, you're right. But uh, I was going to say it'd be funny if... Because uh, he mentioned, like, it's more wrestling moves. I'd be funny... I, I was thinking, wouldn't it be funny if they, they hired, like, the wrestlers to be in the suits and do the wrestling moves that way that, uh, for the show? That would be cool. I don't know if there have ever been any, like, Japanese pro wrestlers or up-and-coming ones in the suits. Like, it's not as, like, big and fanciful as it is, at least in the old series, as Japanese pro wrestling. But there is a lot of, like, hip tosses and stuff like that. And I think one of the things that I like about the original ultraman so far is that they actually build the sets that they're on so that they can destroy them like they'll build like kind of like a godzilla movie where they'll actually build a mini town for people to, for them to fight in like they'll build up a rustic area like mountains and trees and all that and you'll see them stomping around kicking crap over and destroying the mountains and stuff so 
I think I kind of like that aspect too. It is just giant monsters <laughs> fighting each other. So, yeah, I think this series will be good. And the original Ultraman's only like 40 something episodes. So it's like half as much as as a common writer so it's a, not as much of a slog to get through but just as many seasons or more <laughs> it is basically i think the one that started the whole sentai slash common writer aspect like i think it's the grandfather of them all could be wrong there might be one before it but i don't recall one it should be good and they're really trying to make a push in north america to bring ultraman here as I think I mentioned to you either on or off podcast that they're doing like a Marvel and Ultraman crossover comic. Oh, that I never heard of actually. Spider-Man and I think it's Miss, not Mr. Marvel. Who's Spider-Man and uh, Tony Stark, Iron Man Iron, are, Iron. are on the cover. And there's another guy. I was going to say Mr. Marvel, but that's not who it is. I don't remember who the other guy was that they showed on the cover. And they showed three Ultras in the background. So, hmm. I, I'm assuming the Ultras will be good guys, but they didn't show bad guy yet, so who knows? Because I assume if they were to show up in the Marvel Universe, the Marvel heroes might think they're villains at first. Because Ultraman only appears as a giant, like, only appears as, as kaiju-sized, so who knows? Anyway. <laughs> and what else? Not much to say, you know, I just continued a tiny bit of uh, the Lunar series and that was it. Mets, I guess, the first of the four heroes. I guess technically the second because one of them's dead. You find out at the beginning of the series or the game. And now we're on to our next destination. You've uh, streamed it a few times. I've been on your stream in the mornings. Uh Whenever I like, I realize this may not be the case, but whenever I do watch you, you always have the three party members. It's like whenever I watch you, it's never been any different. No more, no less. You have Alex, what's her name, Luca, and Luna. no, no, Luna. That's it, Luna and uh, whatever the, the, the big you're, guy, you're, your friend, your your friend with the glasses. Yeah, I the, the chumpier one. I've already for, I've already forgot his name. <laughs> I'm gonna but, say yeah. Floyd, but that's not right. No, uh, it's not Floyd. Uh, but yeah, not uh. Yeah, I've always got those three. You've always missed when I've had uh, Nash, but now the chubby guy's out of the party and Nash is in. So now it's still at three party members. Okay. <laughs> but that's um, Nash is a permanent party member now. So and I don't think we get any temporary ones from now on. Maybe a couple of guys that jump in and out, you know, for bits, but they'll eventually join us. So I think three more party members to join. So, but we're making our way to the magic city of Vane. I believe is where Vane we're heading. Vane or Vane? Vane. Vane. Yeah, V-A-N-E. So, it's a giant uh, magical flying city. Hmm. I believe that's, well, at least that's where we're supposed to be heading to, but I don't know if we head there just yet. I have a feeling we ha we have to go through some bandit camp, maybe, or I don't remember. I know there's something to do with bandits eventually. So, it's just been a while, like years and years since I played the game, so I don't remember everything. Mm -hmm. But it's good. But yeah, I think that's kind of been it, really. Yeah. What have you been up to? 
So I was going to say this at the start, but I forgot. Um, mm-hmm. The title is, of this episode is called We Do Not Remember PJ Phil. And like, I this is, I think this is uh, <laughs> because like, I saw, I follow him on Twitter mm-hmm. and I posted, I said, oh, oh, he's on Cameo now. That's the website where you can like hire uh, like voice actors or like, you know, se- semi-celebrities, like, you know, people who you may have grown up watching or even in some cases like real, real actors. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can do, you know have them do like a voiceover or a short video for you and say, hey, you know, I have a friend who has a birthday. Can you say happy birthday to them? And, you know, whatever. You can also you can... hire them to do like shout outs for you for your for promotional videos and stuff like that. That usually yeah. costs more, understandably. But, you know. Yeah. So uh, for those of you non age group or non-Canada, uh, PJ Phil is like on YTV. He was like the host of of the afternoon block, this the, the zone. I'm not even sure if it's still in existence or not. I have no idea. I haven't but... had TV in like, well, really Same. watched TV in like 20 years. Well, mm-hmm. we'll say more 15, but yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he's on Cameo now. So I was like, ooh. <laughs> so I linked I linked uh, Chris the 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 Cameo link. I'm like. That'd be pretty awesome because, like, I at the very start of this podcast when we first started out, I'm like, wouldn't it be cool if we got like so, got someone like Gilbert Gottfried, because he used to be on the website mm. to like do our intro or something? That would be amazing <laughs> to do like but, a uh, shout out. I feel weirded well, out if, to do that, but I know we're paying them to do a shout out. So it's just something about it seems weird to say, "Hey, shout really? out this thing that on the premise of hey, do a shout out for this thing that you don't." that you probably don't listen to, you know? Like, it seems a bit weird. But well, not, they not... do get paid because they do paid... They do do paid uh, paid stuff for uh, for products and stuff. So it's not that weird. It's just weird to me as at this very moment. <laughs> well, I wouldn't want, like, Gilbert Goffrey to do, like, a shout-out. More like, hey, here's here's the podcast or something like that, you know? Like, like an, intro- an actual introduction. Mm. I see. That's what I, I always you. wanted. Yeah, like, like like an actual introduction, not like, hey, what? Listen to these guys. No, it's like, hey, here's the podcast, you know, that sort of thing. So do that, and if we had music to kind of follow up, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I get you. Well, maybe in the future we'll think. Mm-hmm. Is Sugar Baby on cameo? It's Miss Sugar. I doubt it. I want a cameo from Sugar. <laughs> She's Sugar. also she was also a host with uh, with Phil. I believe, and I don't know, because uh, she never got a PJ name, did she? I think that was after they had the PJs done, because like PJ Phil was like the very last PJ, and he yeah. held on to that title for like years by himself, because they used to have like... Yeah, I think after they got rid of the PJ title, he still kept it on, because that was yes. that was who he was, but Sugar never... She was after that, wasn't she? No, that that was Stephanie Beard. That's her real life name. Yes. yes. I'll, have to, I'll have to look it up. I don't think she's on there, but maybe she will be. <laughs> But uh, anyways, what have I been up to? So, um, so yeah, uh, let's see. What have I been up to? Man, I t- talking with you've been up to now, so much you don't remember. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, so, oh yeah, I played through those Game Pass games. I played through Christ Tales, uh, Chris Tales. Mm. Um, about forty-five hours to hundred percent. It a lot nice. longer than I thought it was going to take. But I, I, I like very much took my time and rushed through the game. I talked to all the townsfolk after like major events to see their updated, updated dialogue, that sort of thing. Uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it has to do with time travel. Although you don't travel 
back and forth in time necessarily, but like time mechanics, like turn this this part, this third of the screen, like to the future. So as I said last week, if you put like poison, then put them in the future to take all the poison damage at once. That sort of thing. Mm. So yeah, some some t- cool time mechanics for battles um, that comes to play during the ta- the towns as well, where you can like there's the, the screens like divide like into a triangle like this. This is like the present. This is where your character always is, and like the past is on the left side. I guess looking at the camera, it's, it's reversed. So I'll have to do this. The past is on the left side, and the future is on the right side. Mm. That looked weird to me. Okay, anyways, I'll just no, do it from don't my worry. perspective. Okay. Don't worry about it. We got it. <laughs> okay. Yes. <laughs> anyways, so like you can see like someone you talk to, but if you if you move like this way, you can see them in the past, and if you move this way, you can see them in the future. And sometimes you change their features by doing their quests. So like one guy might have been a thief, but if you donate like two thousand of the currency, like money to him, then like he becomes like you know like a proper person in the future, that sort of thing. So this is a really small, silly example, but you know that's how a lot of the side quests work in the game. So how many? Uh, how many people did you run into and then move to the uh to see them in the future and they're just not there? Uh quite a few because some of them are old, so you don't see them in the future. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. I'm like, did they actually go into that with some of the older people or other characters? Like maybe you made a were thinking of doing a certain decision and it ends up them maybe not there or going to a different city, but you don't see them because they're not in that spot in the future. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> yeah uh so that was that was okay um now then now i'm playing to child or children of morda uh I yeah noticed. It's, it's, it, <laughs> you've noticed oh it says on uh on discord that you're playing it uh yeah um it's basically diablo although the mechanics aren't as complicated it's a very simplified game uh it's 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 kind of strange like you you get gold and then you spend the gold back in town to like upgrade like your different stats. But whenever you upgrade something and back in your house, well, I say town, but like it's basically your house. Um, it, it's like universal amongst all your characters. The skill trees aren't that deep or complicated. It's actually quite simple. But each character has like each each family member is basically their own class, and. Uh, their skill tree only applies to them, obviously, but every so often, once you hit a milestone and unlock the next tier of skills in their skill tree, they also lock a passive that applies to every single family member. Hmm. So, for example, the father, he's like a sword and shield warrior sort of guy. Yeah. Uh, when you hit level 20 with him, his, uh, his passive for the family is uh, constant health regeneration for at all times, which is really nice. His level uh, 14 passive for the family, once you reach level 14 for his skill tree, is uh, whenever you're another party member, or sorry, not party member, another family member takes uh, fatal damage, he take, he uh, makes you immune to damage for five seconds and prevents the damage from happening. So basically like a second chance, and it's on a three-minute cooldown. So it's kind of like a passive. So that that's also a really handy skill. Um, it's It's okay. It's... It's basically your your it's designed so you're supposed to die a lot at the very start until you get money and upgrade your skills and eventually you know play as different characters. The game really tries to enforce you playing different uh, family members to level them up mm. and try different playstyles and unlock the skill trees because as I said the the family skill tree passives as well as um, just you know being able to 
do like things over and over in the dungeons. It's, it's it's like the dungeons are never the same. It's like Diablo. They're like procedural. What's what's the word term? Procedural procedurally generated. I think. Anyways, uh, a couple a couple characters in there, Chris. I know you would like. Um, you have a big like he's like six and a half feet tall or something. Like big strong buff guy with a big ass two handed hammer. He just swings back and forth, and his reach is ridiculous, and he does a lot fuck ton of damage, but. He he's he's like kind of like uh, the cousin of the family who came in to help because mm. like you only have two party members at the start of the game and the others get introduced uh, over time and like yeah. when you die, that's when the like next part of the story unlocks. Even if it's like a very short part, it's like you're almost supposed to die. Like the game expects you to, yeah. and that's how you proceed. So that's how you unlock characters is by dying actually. Oh, and uh, but the one that you like the most is the the eldest son he is a monk okay but he plays like he basically you know he's like this the the, the monk stance and you know how ha, ha, who you know kind of like the thing the, i i don't like playing as, as him so much because uh his his mechanic is like he automatically targets a single enemy you can see like like a red circle underneath their feet mm. so he just like tilted the, the stick in the direction you want to attack and like he just does his combos but like he kind of like dashes towards them so like he's always dashing and doing combos, but you don't have very much control of him because of that reason, right? It, it's like kind of it, it's like it's hard to dash in and dash out because he just like automatically does his thing. So you have less control over that party member, and or I keep saying party member, family member. So hmm. yeah, it's 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 okay. I mean, it's not game of the year worthy, but it's really good. Like the game looks like it's sprite based, but it's not. It's just designed to look like it's a sprite-based game but it's not it, it, it's really the graphics they really did a good job on that story is kind of shit it's basically hey there's corruption in the mountains and your family is sworn to to stop the corruption so you know yeah, go very, to the cave. just enough for you to have reason to do stuff <laughs> so yeah there's uh three different areas only and two of the areas have three kind of subsections and the last one only has two subsections so it's a very it's a very Small. small game yeah <laughs> but again you're not supposed to like do like one and then the next one and then the next you're supposed to like die upgrade through the armory or through your party members and then mm. you know get stronger over time so it, it, it's it's okay like it's not bad it's it, it's a good game i recommend to play through just it's not like the best game i ever played not even close so yeah it's i've been having fun with it um I'm about, I don't know, 10 hours away from beating it or so, I want to say. So I'm trying to get that done by Saturday because it's it's uh, Friday's the last day it'll be on Game Pass, but I should be able to get it done by then. Uh, what else have I been reading? So I'm not sure if you if you were aware, Chris, because we didn't even talk about it, but um, last last week, Friday, in Canada, um, there was a nationwide outage for the internet for Rogers Services and all their uh, like children, like Fido, Chatter, stuff like that. Unfortunately, my internet and my phone are both Fido. So literally for over 24 hours, I had no internet and no phone service. So I work from home. I couldn't even tell my boss. I couldn't even email or call them that, uh, hey, I can't I can't do my work today. I even went to the mall that's like really close to me. And they even said on like on the entrances, like due to a nationwide outage, you don't have any free Wi-Fi anymore. I'm like, oh, shit. So because like, yeah. I talked to the Fido in the kiosk because I'm like, what am I supposed to do? He's like, there's nothing you can do because it's a nationwide outage. So, okay, whatever. Yeah, so, a lot of like people couldn't pay for stuff because companies yeah, were using, uh, yeah, were 
going through them for their debit uh, transactions and such. So lots of people are like, well, what do we do? No one ca has cash. Almost no one uses cash anymore, uh, at least exactly. over the last couple of years because, you know, of the times, <laughs> of the troubles. So, <laughs> yeah, I brought that up because I'm like, well, I can't really do anything. Uh, let's bust out the Switch. So I played some Mario Odyssey. I got, oh. I got a few more couple hundred uh shines yeah, you, so. you only got a couple hundred more <laughs> yeah only a couple hundred more uh i because i'd like to get every single shine i can and then move on to the next i know that you can't get them all in the first place you have to beat the bowser yeah do something to unlock the rest of the shines yeah you basically but, um, go through beat the game and then you unlock the rest of them <laughs> which annoys me i just want to get them one and done you know like let me get them all while i'm here while it's all mm. fresh in my memory sort of thing but uh, yeah, I went. I made it to New Donk City. I'm like, oh wow! I think this yeah. is like one of my favorite zones. It's strange seeing like normal humans in this kingdom. Yeah, and then seeing Mario, who's like a dysmorphized person. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> think of it though, like he's when you're playing as as him in that city, he's in his Super Mario form. That's not his real form. His real form is half the size of that. Like Tiny Mario is Mario's actual real form. The mushrooms gave him make him Super Mario. So he's a if he came from which he doesn't if he came from New Donk he's like half the size of a Hobbit. He's really tiny, <laughs> like and sure that's how, how that's how tall he was when he went to go save Pauline originally against Donkey Kong. He was like a quarter the size of DK or less. Like, yeah. So what what I like about that zone is uh again Paulina isn't it she's the mayor and like you have a whole thing where like you save the zone from Bowser as you always do in all the zones then you gather the musicians and you have a big festival where she's singing and I love playing... that song <laughs> yes and you're playing like the ape version of Mario going through like the various like viewfinders on like the city buildings they plastered mm. up and what I liked is like oh it's like an homage to Mario's actual origins. Because she's singing about it, and like there's like some music, like Donkey Kong music, like uh, dun, 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 you know, like the eight bit graphic mm. chimes, and like you know, there's a lot of Easter eggs too. Like right before you go into the pipe to start the level, there's an NPC's like jump, man, jump, like jump, comma, man, comma, jump. Yeah, but that was Mario's original name was Jump Man. <laughs> yeah, when, in, uh, in Donkey, uh, Donkey Kong. Kong, I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And and you actually do the whole Donkey Kong thing where you have to jump over the barrels and then hit hit underneath him and then you know he gets whatever not killed I don't want to say killed but like he gets like defeated yeah sort of thing yeah and like Pauline was the original girl in that game so yeah it's all like I like how they're paying the homage though that was a, that was pretty cool I I like that that was really impressive do do Donk is uh, something unique they never did that in the Mario game before so. Yeah, they never yeah, show any other humans, really, other than hmm. people who look like Mario. Like, Mario, Luigi, Waluigi, Wario. I guess Peach, but she still kind of has, I guess now, they all look very similar. There's no been, there haven't been any human characters, really. <laughs> right? So. Yeah. Like, those, like seeing those someone who who's really skinny, who looks more like a normal human, wandering around in a business suit, walking down the street, and then Mario next to him is like, you really are f freak Mario <laughs> compared yes. to these this universe. Like, I want to know what where Mario is actually from, because if we were to go by the, it was one of the comics or not comics, one of the other 
TV shows or maybe one of the other games, like Mario came through a pipe into Peach's world, right? So I was I was about to say that before you started. Oh, you were? Actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I I was just about to say that. Like, uh, you mentioned those four characters, and those four characters, like Mario, Luigi, Waluigi, Mario, are not from the Mushroom Kingdom. At least as far Peach as we from know. The Mushroom Kingdom. <laughs> yeah. Right? No, well, no, no, they're not because in the, in the original NES instruction book for Mario Super Mario Brothers, they say you know like Mario and Luigi have come to the Mushroom Kingdom, da 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 da, whatever. Yeah. So like they're they're not natives yet they look very similar yeah right we don't know what world they come from they were i guess fixing pipes in the mario in the uh was it mario like two-player battle mode and somehow gets transported to the mushroom kingdom i assume that's what they're doing they're doing something in there <laughs> because we you don't see anything beyond that it's like from donkey kong to the two-player battle mode to the mushroom kingdom in super or in was first yeah the first game was super mario yeah so it's yeah weird. so uh <laughs> I played played a bunch of that i also started because i you know no internet no not, nothing i uh i busted out uh one of my novels i've been meaning to start which are uh the uh fnaf novels the trilogy of novels so i, I started the first one i got about a quarter of the way it's actually like a little short it's just it's just under 400 pages so i got like 130 something in or something like that so just about i don't know a third or so mm. a little less so yeah i've been reading through that uh what else have i been up to uh oh i finished the boys um i'll say and i don't want to say it's bad because it's not bad but the last two episodes of the third season were not as good as i as i was hoping i'm not a big fan of how they ended or where, where they took it the direction I, again, the Hero Gasm episode, episode six, was the best one so far. The best episode of the entire franchise, let alone the series or season. I mean, in my opinion, um, yeah, it, it was okay, but I was a little disappointed. As, as I said, could have been better. Um, so I saw that. What did I, what else did I do? I think I think it's about it. I think that's all I've been up to. Oh, I streamed um, some Carry On. That's the Metroidvania uh, where like you, you are the more monster. Sorry. You streamed more of no, it? No, it was just, it was just one, one, that one stream. Oh, did, I, did I talk about this last time? Yeah, yeah. You said that you oh, beat okay. it and we're replaying yeah. it again on, I think, PC version to get yeah. all the other achievements. So, ne Never mind. Never mind. Yeah, in that case, never mind. But uh, I think I know that's not what I've been up to entirely. But yeah, that that's about it for now. I'll just uh, I'll, I'll stop it there. But yeah. All right. I guess we can move on to the news. Uh, let's see. Yep, BL3. BL3! Bayonetta 3! Yeah, uh, you know <laughs> I'm not sure how I feel about Bayonetta 2 or 3 being a Nintendo exclusive. Like, if I know <laughs> I have the first game, I haven't played it yet, but like, this is not a Nintendo friendly game, <laughs> you know? So yeah. the fact that it's only on the Switch and nothing else. It was I the only I way it was going to get made. Nintendo. The people who published it the first time didn't want to spend money to make another one. Nintendo's like, well, we'll take her. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I, she just, she's like not a Switch franchise person. You not know? really, like... but you know that they're putting in a special mode to kind of address that. Yes, so they added like a anti-lewd mode or something yeah, like that. We'll so basically like... call it that, yeah. When she's like naked on the screen and like you can't hear bits because they're covered, 
by like conveniently place objects instead of having that it's just like she's like fully clothed at all times yeah she'll which is like there might be some th yeah there might be some that like some of the skate or uh, clothing that disappears but she'll always have like some type of bodysuit on underneath so if you don't want to see you know i guess her unclothed legs and arms like there's not she's always covered up anyway but i guess if you don't want to see that you could just turn on the filter and have her be clothed the whole time but she'll still do her moves see, looks good that's, ex that's I exactly can't wait. What <laughs> that's exactly what i'm talking about when i say she's not really a switch <laughs> franchise you know? i know it's like it's it's weird but she's here now <laughs> and i like that we get more bail like the creator like or the company that likes making these games so i'm glad that they can continue them <laughs> continue to make them and have money to do so because no one else wanted to up money for it and they couldn't afford to do it themselves <laughs> yeah I it sucks it. though that the it's not gonna get ported to anything else or at least any time soon right so <laughs> yeah i uh that, that does suck but uh yeah what i wanted to bring up actually mm -hmm. and this happened i think right after our last episode was um unfortunately the uh creator of Yu-Gi-Oh was uh found dead and that is mr kazuki takahashi um so yeah it was a little morbid uh they found his body uh was in, in a lake or river or something like that but anyways it was um on july 6th uh, they found his body uh, just like in the river and uh, an autopsy report that uh, they did on him confirmed that he died by drowning and he was wearing scuba diving or not scuba diving but like uh, snorkeling gear snor thank you snorkeling gear so not sure what happened there but that's that's a real shame honestly. yeah who knows exactly he was like 60 years old so it's mm -hmm. it's funny to read his career where he was uh, funny in a way that he was uh you know a struggling manga artist for a long time and then made the Yu-Gi-Oh manga and that exploded in popularity like enough that that's all he's done pretty much since then is Yu-Gi-Oh like even if he wasn't drawing the mangas for the future uh, stuff or doing the animes and that he still had a lot to say and to do when when it came to the direction of the show in the card game and stuff so he's basically made his career off of the Yu-Gi-Oh and Konami continues to exist in a big part because of Yu-Gi-Oh because they, they're the ones who do the card game itself so yep you made but the yeah, money ham over fist with that card game I would assume so it's it sucks to hear that he's that he's gone he's like it's I I don't think it's any any shock to say you know Sean and I both love the original Yu-Gi-Oh anime and we have played the we do have I, unless if you don't have yours i know i've still got like at least for me i've got thousands of Yu-Gi-Oh cards because i just i just keep buying them i love playing the Yu-Gi-Oh card game when i can but just haven't had time in recent years i think i've become more of a collector of i need more tune cards i need, want them to make more to more tune cards so i can build my deck but they forgot about that that type of deck unfortunately if you're not using a dragon or a magician deck, you're not allowed to play Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, there's so much. <laughs> I've seen recent videos of like how insane, like people are getting like turn one kills 
I'm like, how mm-hmm. is that even possible? Like, it's... the other opponent doesn't even get to play the game. Literally, doesn't even get the their first turn. Of... Yeah, I'm I like. It's happened so many times in Master Duel, where I'll start the game saying, "Oh, I get to go first. Uh, I'll uh, place this one card down because I'm using a Tune deck. I'm waiting for Tune World or Tune Kingdom to come up, which." Hey, I got my hand right. Next turn, I'm gonna place this. Like, start, you know, doing something, and then the next turn takes twenty minutes. Even though there's a timer, the timer doesn't tick down for some reason. It takes twenty minutes, and I don't get to do anything, and I'm dead. Like, it's fucking stupid. It is really, it is. really dumb. And a lot of the stuff that they're doing doesn't make sense. This guy had me dead to rights, like five minutes in. And then took 15 more minutes just to continuously summon and resummon monsters for what seems to be no reason because he already had uh, Kale on the, on, the, on the board. He could have already finished me off. That just sounds like some some person being a prick to you and just BMing you. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure as well. And I've but... also had someone who refused. Like, I, I took my turn and then... When it came to his turn, he didn't do anything for like 15 minutes. The timer wasn't taken down on the board. It just sat there for 20 minutes, 15 minutes, whatever. And he didn't do anything. And then he did one thing, and then it came to my turn, and he disconnected. Like, were you were you waiting for me to get bored and disconnect? Because I'm not going to. I've got a good hand. I will be able to... <laughs> hopefully destroy you or show you what my deck can do which isn't much tune decks have not progressed since season one of Yu-Gi-Oh. yeah like it's uh, fucking sad how how they have not <laughs> i don't i don't want to support the game when you can get like oh synchro summon did you do summon yeah summon and then, and, then, and then you get kill turn one turn two like i don't want to support the game but if that's the power creep is so bad and they didn't do a thing about it Remember, remember back in the day when they had to ban god cards or ban cards like Pot of Greed? Yep. And now you can get kill turn one. It's like, why don't you do something about that? Instead yeah, of I wish... Pot of Fucking Greed. Like, yeah, they, the they, they put it in and they don't know how to do anything about it except unless that they've removed it. Like Synchro and Xyz. Xyz isn't as bad. I think it's... I think it's... Is it Synchro that's the really bad one? And I there's another so. one. But anyway, it's like the last two summoning techniques that I personally don't like because of what like, they've done to the game. <laughs> that does not take any skill. It's just, oh, I got the cards in my opening hand. I it, win automatically. The, the and skill, you can't defend yourself. The skill is knowing what cards to fuse and unfuse because of all the special effects. It is insane how many effects these cards have now. Remember we were making jokes before we, where you would need a magnifying glass? to yes. read everything or, or what Yu-Gi-Oh what um little Karibo has made fun of where they've had to like just to make more space like abbreviate lots of stuff like it's it's now GY instead of graveyard and a bunch of that other stuff because they need to do that to put more effects on I'm surprised they haven't started writing effects on the back of the cards right. <laughs> because of this <laughs> but yeah but like I, I don't <laughs> want to support if that's what the game has devolved into then it defeats the original purpose and intent of the game that you know as it, as it was when it first booted up so no thank you thanks but no thanks you know there's it's... the power creep is too real and it's if they haven't done it like how it's been like 20 it's a 20 year old game at this yeah. point at least 
And if they haven't really curated it, so the power creep just increased steadily until we got to the point where we're at now, then screw it. There's no but, point. I, I, I don't want to support it. I like the idea of adding in, you know, the new summoning techniques, but I think some of it should be drawn back to a point where you just can't continuously do this over and over again. Like, you can't do, like, for fusion summons, you can only do as much as you have, you know, for the cards in your hand. Like, there's a certain a limit to how much you can you can do right like there's a reason why they said special summons you can only do was it one a turn or whatever it was like they had limits and now with these new summoning techniques like no you that the limit on this is kind of gone now because of the pendulum summon that's the other one <laughs> and stuff like that so i don't use those in my decks really because my deck is an old deck but i i don't i'm not someone who could wrap my head around all the special effects anymore <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, I, I used to play Hearthstone a few years ago competitively, but even that I didn't want to support Blizzard because every, excuse me, every three or four months, oh, we have a new expansion out and you have to buy the cards immediately or you're going to be left in the, because if you're free to play, yeah, you can get them. By the time you get all the cards you need, the next expansion's out. Yeah, and so it's like, have they you ever, have to pay, oh, go on. You have to pay $100 Canadian for like, maybe like 60 or 70 packs and hopefully you get, you know, maybe you'll get one or two legendaries out of that because of the pity timer. The um, Have they ever, in Hearthstone, have they ever grandfathered out or uh, taken out um, like the season one cards or no? In yeah, they, they, they do that for years now. So okay, they're yeah. just like a classic set, which is will always be part of the same rotation. And then you're only, aside from that, you're only allowed to use cards released in the last two years. Yeah, so I guess that's how they kind of get you to, well, you want to be competitive, you have to buy the new, well, that's obviously going to be the case. If you want to stay up in current, you have to buy the new decks, but yep. every two years, and you're going to have to if you want to stay. That's... Hey, spend spend the cost of two new games on just like cards and hope you get lucky is, with the card pack. Is there a way it's that like, no through them that I could just say, here's however much money to give me at least one of every card no you oh. there's a dusting system you can like destroy cards and get dust yeah. and then you can craft it using dust but but you have to open packs the thing. you yeah. have to open you have to open packs or dust so, yeah oh, i got you yeah i was afraid so that that was the case i wasn't sure if you could go in and say instead of opening a hundred packs how about i give you however much we'll just say a hundred bucks I don't know. It's Blizzard though. So after mm -hmm. after a certain point, I gave up. Like I actually won a couple tournaments in Hearthstone, but after a certain point, I'm like, no, I'm not going to support this game anymore. Fuck it. I it's it's it, it's not worth it, and I don't like the business practices. That's why back in the day when I was in grade school, I, I I played Magic for fun. But as soon as I found out to be competitive, you have to buy all these rare cards. I'm like, number one, I'm a kid. I can't afford this. Mm. Number two, <laughs> of course, <laughs> this is that this is this is not. Like, even if I could, I wouldn't get any pleasures. Like, yay, I spent like a hundred dollars on this nightmare card. Yeah, that's one card. Yeah, that's one card. <laughs> that's one card. You know? Thank you. Like, Come again. <laughs> it's like, where's the fun? It's like I can spend like I can get like a bunch of new games for hundred dollars, or I can get like a piece of plastic with a picture on it, and like I'm a kid. Am I going to be able to travel and play? No, I'm going to play with my friends. So like, it's like. No, thank you. I just, that's why I thought virtual card games were going to be better, but they're not actually any better. No, it's just a quicker way for you to empty your wallet. Do you ever play with people, like whether it came to like card games, pogs, or any of those collectible kind of games, 
play with people who would do the um winner anti? Uh, sorry the, the anti system i guess like winner gets to take take your best take a pog you want or winner yeah, gets to so... take one of your or uh was it duelist kingdom rules or whatever winner gets to take your uh or duelist city yeah, rules winner gets to that, take that... your favorite your best card <laughs> the anti system is basically in, in the case of cards shuffle your deck turn the, the top card once you're done shuffling mm -hmm. face up that's the card that you're playing for on both sides whoever wins gets both of them that's, okay, that's, yeah that's, I've, that's, I've never heard anti. heard that but yeah it's basically the yeah. same thing winner gets to take a card or uh, yeah. take a pog or take uh, a thing to, to answer your question no i have not like when i played with my friends i'm like we're, we're not doing that oh yeah that's, of course like no one wanted to do that right yeah but, i uh i knew yeah, some but, people i think in grade school do that and i'd go and i would think why would you want to do that you just spent money but of course i didn't have money when i was a kid so whatever i got it's like i i have to hang on to these this is the only thing i'm getting for a long time when it comes to this thing so mm -hmm. there's no way i could do that but i knew some people who did and didn't understand why you would do that it only seems to bet well it only benefits the winners and if you're really good you'll almost always win right so you just yeah, become exactly. a rare hunter and <laughs> get your exodia pieces in yeah but, exactly uh, that's why i prefer like the single player card games because you can build your collection up and not have to spend you know outside the asking price for the game you don't have to spend any more money to get it you know and just so get it naturally just, just buy the Yu-Gi-Oh 3ds game and you can play that way where you don't have to spend more money on cards <laughs> yeah the, the, the whole point of buying or playing a virtual card game is so you don't have to spend money in real life and track down rare cards yeah that's kind of right. disappeared now because of Yu-Gi-Oh or master duel and hearthstone and yeah i don't think so, pokemon has a digital variant which is weird they used to i think i'm pretty sure that they used to they they had a game board color game and then i don't know outside from that hmm. anyone but uh yeah uh anyways back <laughs> next to, uh, the... <laughs> Yeah, uh, hopefully, you know, he rests in peace. Like, that that's terrible that he died that way. Like, you know. Hopefully you we know. don't find out there was ill intent behind it. That's, 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 that was the rumors. Yeah, I like mean. Something to do with the, with the mafia or something. Well, or yeah, he's associated with, he is in a way associated with Konami, who more likely has ties to or, or has pissed off Yakuza. Because yeah. Konami's into the gambling scene. So that was my first thought, but we haven't had any updates on that front. Hopefully that's not the case for him. Fuck Konami, but R.A.P. Exactly. Uh, he doesn't deserve to, to pay the price. As far as we know. I like to think he doesn't. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I guess uh, let's, let's continue on with this next piece of... Uh, I, I don't want to call it grim. I think that's a little too strong a word, but you know, of this kind of weird news. So... Uh, going to wrestling for, yeah going to wrestling for a second oh, yes Chris. yeah so vince mcmahon uh he's been having a lot of affairs and paying a lot of hush money recently well mm -hmm. not recently like the for last, the last like, like 10 years. or so years yeah yeah pretty much Apparently. since the wwe has skyrocketed and basically stomped out the competition <laughs> like in a way i guess is a good way to put it. basically since like the turn of the century uh yeah, the, he's apparently paid over, you know, so much time, like about 12 million to keep his affairs and stuff like that quiet. It's insane. Like, 
three million payout to former WWE employee that he apparently had an affair with. Uh, the seven point five million uh, to a former wrestler in twenty eighteen that he apparently uh, coerced into giving him oral sex, and then demoted her, and then declined to renew their contract afterwards when they said that they didn't want to do that anymore. Yeah, and I'm not sure which wrestler that is. I don't know if they've said, but there's that. And about another $1 million, I assume, each paid to other women in non-disclosure agreements. Yeah, this it doesn't surprise me that he's had some kind of affair. He seems like that type of person. You know, I, I assume that the type of person he portrays in the, you know, his character in the WWE is actually how he acts in real life. I think he I is think a so slimy too. scumbag. But yes, yeah, I agree. Agreed on all fronts. Uh, doesn't surprise me. The, the for my first thought was like, what? What is? Why is Linda McMahon still with him? Because like I know she was running for like some sort of seat in the U.S. Like I'm not sure which what she was running for specifically, but like something in uh, in politics. I know she was running for, mm. and uh, I'm thinking, wow, that's uh, she's kind of stuck where she is now. So yeah, <laughs> it's like I, yeah, so be no, go on. I was gonna say, uh, there, there is an, there was an allegation all the way back to '86. Yes, apparently uh, there's a rape allegation in '86. That's a long time ago. Yeah, so, like yeah, this long is uh, time. <laughs> not new for Vince. Apparently, apparently he. That's what I mean. It's been uh, like that for most of his life. Apparently, he's yeah. Just I mean, trying when to you're a millionaire, you think you get away with anything. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's uh, typically how it is. So um, he's had to step down as, or he has stepped down temporarily as the CEO and chairperson of the WWE, and Stephanie McMahon is temporarily taken over. Unfortunately, he's still in charge of the writing staff, and everything written for the storylines still has to go through him. I want Vince to retire, and I want him to just hand it over to Stephanie and Triple H. Yeah. I really think that um, they would do it. I hope that they would do it better. Triple H being a former wrestler and Stephanie's husband and having Stephanie take over, I think would or hopefully would be a lot better than having McMahon have any touch on this company. Cause a lot of people don't like him and his business practices that he's been doing. Like, and a lot of wrestlers have, spo have spoken up about it and such. So right. hopefully, hopefully this is the, the start of him getting out sooner the better i say <laughs> yeah uh a couple of things that surprised me from this article chris mm -hmm. was first of all i thought when i watched wrestling back in the day it was thursday night smackdown not friday night smackdown <laughs> like oh they, they moved it over a day yes yeah, monday night but, raw uh, and yeah i don't even know always... I, I i don't remember if uh, smackdown having a, a time because monday because it was always like monday night raw they would say but smackdown was just smackdown to me so i never knew what day was on it was thursdays <laughs> for me and then raw was on mondays and so was wcw nitro was on mondays and they they, they were competitors you know mm -hmm. back in the day uh but yeah that and uh yeah, I, uh, I, I'm surprised how old Vince looks. And well, not, I'm sorry, not surprised how old <laughs> Vince looks. I was going to say, I'm a little surprised how old uh, Triple H looks. And his real name, apparently, <laughs> I did not know this. Yeah. Well, hang on. Oh, I, I lost it here. Where was it? Uh, damn. 
isn't it Jean Levesque? Here we go. Yeah, Paul Levesque or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it sounds, Paul sounds Levesque. Like a very it is very. It's kind of, and that makes sense because his original persona was Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Now, his age, one right? of his originals was Jean Paul Levesque, I believe. Okay. And like I Triple H was Triple like H. was or Hunter Hearst was like after that. That's when he became really popular. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember Hunter Hearst's intro was like like one 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 of Beethoven's symphonies, and like he like bound the ring or something like that. Yeah, I believe that like, was like a, like a very like fancy person. I almost want to say yeah. that was his Jean Paul Jean Paul uh, persona, but I could be wrong. But yeah, I remember that the uh, that intro. He's very popish. <laughs> yes. But yeah. So yeah, it's uh. Yeah. So uh, he guess... can't uh, he can't wrestle anymore. He's been told by his doctors Why? not to wrestle. Uh, oh, really? I, I think that. he had like a stroke or something, something to do with his heart. Oh wow. Yeah. That He's sucks. basically been told, yeah, you're not allowed. You're not allowed to go in the ring. So now he goes in maybe to do introductions or to talk, but he's not allowed to like actually wrestle. If he does any wrestling bits, it'll be just for a tiny bit. But I don't think he he can really take any bumps and stuff. So. Oh. So. He's pretty much done professionally, but that's fine because he's married to Stephanie, so he's kind of set. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's. he's kinda... uh, it's so weird when you find find out that the the thing with them in wrestling of them being a couple was actually real. It's like, oh, okay. Yes, <laughs> I still remember that storyline where like, he like drugs her or something, like knocks her out, and then takes her to like because like. Raw or something was like in Vegas or takes her to Vegas a love hotel. Take takes no <laughs> takes her to like one of those chapels where you can like elope with someone like oh. on the spot. <laughs> and she's 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 like sitting like it, it was like a drive through ceremony. She's like sitting in a convertible like this or something like unconscious. And then do you take do you take him to be your to your husband? And he was like, yes, I do. You know, <laughs> so, oh, like, oh my god, <laughs> I still remember that. Like maybe I'm misremembering it, but like I remember actually watching the event. Like I, I may be like not recalling that event properly itself, but I remember watching the event. I'm like, this is so stupid and fake. <laughs> That's funny. You know? they, but it actually happened. Like they actually got married. Yeah, they actually got married. Don't know if it happened that way, but no, they actually did get married. Way, the last uh, they actually got married. The last yeah. WWE marriage that I knew about for sure was uh like okay, Macho King Randy Savage and Queen Elizabeth. Oh. Yes. They actually, she didn't <laughs> want to be his coach originally, but he convinced her then, and then that's what drove them apart, apparently. Because then she started seeing other people or something like that. I, I forget the full story, but apparently uh, she had an affair or something with, with another wrestler. So Maybe it was Hogan. It wouldn't surprise me. I mean, yeah, because they did have that feud, but I don't know how much of that was real, like Macho mm -hmm. Man and Hogan. And the feud in the show or whatever was because of Miss, Eliz Miss Elizabeth. So, yeah. I was gonna say you said the last couple. I was thinking of China and uh, fuck, what's his name? X Pack, X Pack, or or one I've, two three kid. Yeah, I forgot that they got apparently hitched. Yeah, I I I forgot about that one. They they got hitched. And they made like I think two porn movies together. Oh, of course. Know. Yeah, that well, happened. Remember, <laughs> that one that one was called One Night in China. <laughs> That is an awful name. That is so bad. I'm not making this up. This is original. <laughs> but yeah. You, uh, someone in chat, Robbie's like, I heard that uh, Miss Elizabeth was banging Lex Luger. Oh, really? <laughs> huh. Jeez. That would okay. surprise me. <laughs> yeah. 
as I said, I remember who I forget who uh, the wrestler was that got with Miss Elizabeth at the time when they were still married, but I, I knew it was another wrestler, just not sure who it was. Might have been Luger. Yeah. I didn't know about that. Oh, it probably, <laughs> probably was. I, I don't I don't remember Luger very well, but like I remember like what like whenever I hear the name, I think of Lex Luthor, like from Superman, not Luger. Like has a hard time <laughs> separating those two characters, but yeah. Um, yeah. Anyways. Anyway, to end, get the fuck yes. out and fence. <laughs> Pretty much. And and I don't know why we're. I, I just had a very. You can find this on YouTube pretty easily. I remember when uh, Booker T, when he was part of Harlem Heat with Stevie, what's his name? Stevie something. Stevie Ray? Stevie, Stevie Ray, that's it. When he dropped the casual end bomb on Hulk Hogan. And then, like, it was a live segment. So he was like this. And then like, he kind of turned his head. And he's like, you know, like, yeah, like that. I love uh, if, if you like uh, screw ups like that and just like a general wrestling screw ups in the ring or off the ring, you should watch uh, Botchamania. It's a YouTube Botch channel that does the wrestling botches. <laughs> it is it is pretty good. <laughs> I should watch that. But yeah, just small wrestling kind of mishaps like that are always I always find it amusing. Anyways, yeah. moving on. Moving on. So Sonic Origins. <laughs> so this th there's been a couple of things with this has come up. So I don't have the actually I do have the original like a story here so psych origins apparently one of the devs have gone off on like i think social media and that stopped talking about the state of the game when i guess this is a re this is a re-release right like a remaster uh, one that just came out yeah or is this uh, origins or is this i'm just a little confused what you're asking like is what origins sonic origins is this a new game or is this a re-release of origins of Compilation. Technically, technically, it's an it's a new game made of older games. If that makes sense. Okay, yeah. So they they delisted off the marketplace like Sonic, Sonic Two, Sonic Three, Sonic Sonic Knuckles, mm. and like Sonic CD, and put put it all in this compilation. Okay, so now I that's get the you. only way you can get it. So, so like, it's, it depends what what perspective you're looking at. It from. Yeah. So apparently, they had the this company had done. Oh, sorry, go on. City behind Sonic Mania. They apparently were doing the remaster of Sonic Origins bundle and were told like, hey, you know, hey, we we, we wanna we wanna do, you know, some major fixes because some of these games are a little jank, right? We wanna do this and that. And they're told, nope, you guys have to crunch. This has to be out by uh was it before June twenty-third, I believe. So you guys, we don't care how many hours you put in, crunch your employees till death get this out you can't do any fixes on the games or anything like that we don't care how bug ridden it is it seems like they were just told you can't brief you can't fix anything and this is your due date or else like they were being very strict and the guy came out and said yeah if if it's if it's not uh, right it's because of of these issues uh the game is apparently really really broken um there's a modder this came out, I think, this week. A modder was working to fix the game, and he's come out and said, yeah, I can't fix this game. Like, there's so many issues. Unless if I'm going to learn how to recode the game and refix the sprites and stuff like that, I can't do any more on this game. I'm bowing out. Like, it's it's that bad. This guy was working on the game to mod it behind the scenes and said, nope, it, I can't do any more. 
<laughs> I don't I'll know ask. if you saw that, but yeah. I'll ask, is anyone actually surprised? Because we, we saw the controversy about this game getting announced and the different type of additions and the DLC to, for like menu music. And menu it was backgrounds. that one, yeah. It's the same game. It's if that that's the one. Game, like, I think it is. Is anyone actually surprised? <laughs> I for sure am not. But I said this on the podcast. I forget what I forget which episode, but like I, I said in the past where not this game that just came out, but Sonic Mania, mm. the game that was made by one person. That was the best Sonic game I've ever played. And that one person was that the all of Sega. Mm. Go ahead. Was that the one that had the 2D and 3D segments? Or was that just no. the 2D? No, just the 2D. Okay, I couldn't it remember. Was basically a, a kind of his version of, of a, a few levels taken from Sonic. And uh, yeah, but anyways, I, mm. I won't delve too yeah, much yeah. into the details. But I can't remember. That was the best Sonic game I've ever played. It was a 2D game. And he outstaged everyone at Sega. We're like, you know, we, we make fun of Sonic 06 and all these other Sonic games. One person beat the whole company like 20 years of making Sonic games. I'm like, this is a really good fucking Sonic game. Hopefully the next one will take inspiration from this. Nope. I would, is anyone surprised that, Sonic, that Sega flubbered another Sonic game? Is anyone surprised? And what's worse is this isn't even a new Sonic game. It's just like recollection of the old ones. And they pulled the old ones from the marketplace. Like if you still, if you bought them, mm. you can still download them. But you can't buy them anymore. You have to buy this new compilation if you want to say play Sonic 3. You yeah. have to buy this now. And now it's like it's it's so bug ridden and it's so like greedy with their monetization of like menu music and menu graphics and stuff like that. Mm. It's like menu God, animations. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. It's like what the fuck? Yeah. But I'm I'm glad I'm glad this guy came out. Like the uh, the not, dev, yeah, was talking about it. Yeah. And not only expose the time crunch, but also his disappointment. That was very much needed. Yeah, and... he he and the team wanted to go back and fix a lot of this, a lot of the issues they're finding, and they're just, nope, you're not allowed. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's yeah, it's it, it's really dumb that they just were barred from doing. It. I can understand, you know, preservation of the original game and such. They should have just left the originals up there then, but. If there was actually game-breaking stuff or whatever, I don't know how many bugs were in this that they wanted to fix. But yeah, they were just told no, no. You, there's like apparently the keyboard controls are really, really bad, and they weren't allowed to even test those or fix those up. I don't know if you can even keybind, uh, rebind your keys, because if you can't, that's really shitty. But yeah, it you know runs shit runs terribly for. Sega games, you know, Sega era games like Nintendo era, like how? <laughs> anyway, it's like, guys, you had one job, you don't even have to make a new game, all you're taking is other games and putting them into this one kind of house, like this, this yeah, the, the same building essentially, which is the game that you're buying, and you couldn't even do that properly, yeah, like, you, you, like, you, you won't give the devs time to do exactly. it exactly properly. <laughs> you're that's what I meant. Like you're not you're not able to complete the task mm. due to your directions. <laughs> they have to follow you, and you're not telling them what to do properly, even though they're telling you what they should be doing. So, yeah, pathetic. Honestly, pathetic is the best word when it comes to this. So you get get your shit together, stop making games, or just give it to this one guy. I forget his name. <laughs> the guy who who made Sonic Mania because he outstaged your yeah. entire organization for the past twenty years well, as far as Sonic games are. Concerned. I just hope that this type of uh rehashing and like uh date crunching that doesn't uh get handed down into atlas when it comes to their re-releases of games 
Oh, I looked in... <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Because Sega owns Atlas, so... Uh, so far it hasn't, as far as we know, because their games have been coming out fairly good, but, you know, we are getting the re-releases of uh, 3, 4, and 5 on, I guess, Switch and Xbox soon. So, yep. so or, we'll see over the next year, at least. Uh, should be out by the end of this year. Well, the first three. one. Oh, you're talking about the first two. Sorry? I'm talking about 3, 4, or 5. Yeah. I'm talking about Persona, right? Yeah, they've only said that the fifth game will be out this year. Nope. The, the trailer was, oh, for this year. Um, but I believe, I okay. I believe I be over wrong. the next year, wrong. they're going to release the ne all three games. I believe the end of this year-ish, they're going to do five, which is the new one. New yeah, five one. was coming out first. I thought five was coming out in like the next month or two, but I, I, I think yeah, I don't anyway, whatever. Don't matter. Hopefully the quality is still there with them and Sega doesn't start creeping into them with this <laughs> this kind of stuff, because Atlas is great. I love Atlas. <laughs> I looked so. at the pricing for Sonic Mania, just out of curiosity. Oh. The the complete version with everything inside of it is mm -hmm. just a regular price game. It's like sixty dollars. Mm -hmm. <laughs> So that is not going to last. That's not going to last. That's going to skyrocket down pretty soon. No, not, not Mania. Origin, the one okay. that just came out. Yeah. It's $60. That's not going to last. Yeah, no. That's definitely not that will definitely drop. If you want it out of curiosity or just have the collection, even if you can handle the jank, just wait until it drops. <laughs> mm -hmm. So yeah. that's what I would say. All right. <sighs> moving on. So this is a really bizarre... Bizarre situation, Chris. In Japan, uh, so unfortunately, one of the former prime ministers. Oh, um, yes. I forget his first name, Abe, but let me just Google it really quickly. Um, so I can get his name because he deserves to have his name. Uh, Shinzo Abe. He got assassinated. He was the, he's not the current, but he was a former prime minister mm. of the country. And he was out giving a speech for some uh, organization, I believe. I forget specifically. But anyways, one person shot him with a gun and he died a few hours later, like five or six hours later, I believe. So that's really terrible. Uh, but um, what was really weird about this was, I'll, I'll, I'll kind of go to the origins of it, but basically uh, Hideo Kojima, got accused of being the killer and they used, some of his, <laughs> they used some of his pictures to kind of like oh this is the killer they, sh they show him like in a joker t-shirt like from uh, the dark knight mm. rises or just the dark knight i think uh, I, I think it's just the dark knight yeah i don't movie. remember but yeah like they showed him that they showed him like in a, in a russian hat like standing next to a russian figure from like 100 years ago or 200 years ago or something yeah, like that. that revolutionary i don't remember his name yeah and people are taking these photos of him that are like extremely out of context, like the Joker being an agent of chaos, for example. Mm. And just like using these, like, hey, here's here's the killer. Yeah, and the like, him next to the the uh, poster there, the revolutionary was because he was making like Metal Gear was Peace Walker or one of the other Metal Gear games, which has to do with the revolution, <laughs> I believe, or yeah. a kind of a revolutionary state. So it makes sense so, in context as to why he's doing that. <laughs> and now essentially long story short kojima is suing uh i forget who specifically but but he's uh like like which person oh no, actually, uh, i think no, he's looking he... into it unless if it's been yeah, official he's... 
uh, it's not been official, but he he his uh, his people have said that he's looking to uh, sue for the obvious lack of uh, you know due diligence. Mm. Finding out that you know he's not murderer. Yeah, it was he's a, he's like he's a gay, someone who makes video games. It was what like some I think French news publication or whatever that released this thing with so, photos uh, of Kojima on there and putting a different name on there. Something Hideo something. I don't remember the the official name, but so this this actually originated from 4chan. Yeah. Someone made made a shit post about oh here's a murder and they purposely used uh, Hideo's photos like mm-hmm. the same ones actually, and then uh, yeah I believe you're I don't know I don't know uh, some sort of I think French minister or French politician uh, like it didn't go directly from 4chan to him I'm sure but like somewhere along the line he picked up on this from 4chan and basically said oh here's a murder like in in, in a French tweet yeah. And then, and then, based on that tweet, other various news sources, mm-hmm. like like for television, picked up on that and said, "Oh, here's a murder for Shinzo Abe. This is what this is what he looks like." Yeah, <laughs> it's like, and, it's and no one bothered to do their due diligence. You just have to like reverse image search or even search Hideo name to find out that's him. It's like, yeah, just a reverse image search should come up with Hideo Kojima. <laughs> like he's that he's he's popular enough that people know if if you're not in the gaming space just do reverse image search they didn't do that but yeah taking it from the the cesspool of the internet 4chan from some shit posts on there where people were obviously making fun of it because it could be that the killer might might have looked similar ish to kojima because i don't remember the, the one photo i showed but that might have been photoshopped with them going, look at this this guy's face, you know, they zoom in and it showed a guy that kind of looked like Hideo, but it might have been one of his photos anyway. But it was obviously a shit post and people shit posting underneath that with more photos of, of Kojima and bashing him, even though it's 4chan, they're like that. Uh, someone not doing their job and in, in for news publications to make sure this information is actually reliable. Like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? So, yeah. Um, the French minister tweeted later on in English saying, I'm sorry for this mix-up, etc., etc. But it's kind of like the damage has been done. So yeah. Kojima is not very happy with this, and rightfully so. I forget if it's slander or libel. It's it's, it's one of the two. I know one's for written, one's for spoken. I forget which one was which. But yeah, I don't he's, remember. He's looking to... Um, to sue someone because obviously now his face is all over the news because you know someone didn't do their due diligence yeah. so I, I i don't blame him i think he's in the right i think he should be uh making sure this doesn't happen to him again or other people like that and uh it's it's ironic because in some of his metal gear games he kind of predicted this not not to him but like he predicted like you know he predicted, lack of... he predicted the memes exactly <laughs> but no like he he predicted that like you know, news media, you know, not not doing their research will like lead to this. Like not 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 as simple as I'm putting it, but like you know, misinformation it, it spreads. <laughs> there we go. Yes, exactly. So it's funny. It just kind of circled back to him in a very ironic or unironic, depending on your point of view, point or way I should yeah. say. So yeah. yeah. Um, what a weird. Weird it's event a, to happen because of a political assassination. Uh, yeah, 
it's so it's so strange honestly it's so strange because yeah he said uh so the minister his name is damien ryu or ryu i don't know how to say his french last name r-i-e-u it's it's three vowels together so i don't know how to pronounce that anyways he said um I natively took a joke for information. I didn't think people would make jokes about the assassination of a man, but I was wrong not to verify before sharing. My apologies to Hideo Kojima and fans of the Metal Gear. So, I mean, we'll see. We'll see what comes of this. If, if he does see, I'm sure we'll hear about it in the coming days. Possibly, but yeah, it's not something that should be taken lightly. But or, or as jokes, as he was saying, but. Mm-hmm. 4chan be 4chan they, they be a shit place you should never go to I wish I didn't know people who did go there but I do know someone who still goes to 4chan your brother? possibly oh, I know yeah, he's I know he's <laughs> gone there before I think we've all been to 4chan at least once right? when you hear about it but of course, yeah you know, I do know at least one person who probably still goes there i'm not gonna say who okay so. that's fair um yeah so, let's we can go ahead and move on yeah so there was a a smash brothers tournament that happened recently and um there was some major controversy that happened there so they're doing a live smash tournament there's rules set in place like if you're feeling ill don't attend if you're wearing a mask or you have to be wearing a mask you know, for everyone's safety, this is normal. This was on their website. Apparently, um, that rule wasn't being enforced. Uh, they were. There's lots of videos of people just wandering around without masks and stuff like that. And the one about being ill and not attending was definitely not enforced because apparently, Hungry Box, the uh, pro, I would say pro, right? Uh, yeah, Smash Brothers tournament, uh, Smash player. I don't know what other games he plays, but definitely Smash. Um, said he was feeling ill, ended up going to the hospital. Like I guess he was coughing up blood and other stuff. Went to the hospital. They said he might have COVID or what's the other one? There was another something else that um, is c- contagious can can be caught by people. Um, he said, okay, well, this sucks. I'm going to have to play in the loser's bracket now. Still went to the tournament to compete. And you could, I believe you could see videos of him just coughing and hacking while playing the game or at the tournament. And left eventually saying, I shouldn't have showed up when I was sick. I'm sorry, everyone. He made a tweet about that. Like, so you decided to say, fuck the rules. I'm going to go compete in this tournament, get everyone sick, and then leave. The damage has been done. What the fuck is wrong with you, Hungry Box? Mm-hmm. I'm saying, like, yeah. And this is in Vegas. There's a lot of people in Vegas. <laughs> like, you're not just infecting, possibly infecting the people at this tournament. It's everyone in Vegas <laughs> that you could have infected with this stupidity. I'm going to say. <laughs> Go on. Yes. Yeah. Um. I think he's consistently a top three player. Like I think he plays. Yeah, top I've, three I've heard him a lot in tournaments. So yeah, so this is I, I've known about him for years because mm. you know I just kind of follow fighting games, uh, like not hardcore, but I just have a passing interest. So you know, I I, I do watch 
a few of them. Anyways, um, yeah, so basically it was him being cocky. He didn't think it was COVID. He took a rapid test kit, mm. which said he didn't have it, but he did go to the doctors. They said, um, they told him two possibilities. It's either COVID or it's a bacterial infection of your throat. Yeah, or, they... or uh, uvula? Uvula. I had U- just U- gotten That's to, found you. that part in the thing. Apparently yeah. the tournament so... was Double down is like one of the biggest tournaments, I think, for Smash Brothers. Like, yep, just 13... in turn. Sorry, I was going to say that, but go on. 1,300 players in attendance. So, yeah. quite a big tournament. And you can tell, you know, with, with that big of a number of people in, in the in the pool, the payoff is probably going to be pretty big. And that's probably what was encouraging him. Plus, he probably is used to, as I said, getting top three. And there's yeah. no doubt that he, under normal circumstances, be able to get top three again. Like, he always, almost always does um so yeah he it's a double most tournaments and fighting games are double elimination so you have to lose twice to you know get sent home as it mm. were so apparently he he missed the first one or he some i don't know i don't know why he was in the losers bracket but yeah i assume because he lost the first one possibly i don't know okay. how the tournament brackets work for this tournament so yeah so yeah he said uh you know he, he'd still be there and but then he got a lot of flack for that tweet which has since been deleted it's been archived of course but the original tweet was deleted mm. and then uh, he kind of changed his mind the next day saying uh you know he's gonna like disqualify himself and he's gonna leave the venue after everyone made such a big deal about this for him and he says you know um that like he, he says you know words only say so much and actions speak louder so he's sorry he, he's going to do better and that's that's what he said but now people are saying well yeah obviously he was at fault but if if the venue had these rules in place and they didn't enforce them mm-hmm. isn't the venue just as much as in fault as he is yep i i would say yes uh, they obviously had i said on their website you know the rules but they there was clearly no one enforcing them even if you can't, you know, ask people, you know, are you feeling well? Come in. That's another thing. But the mask rule was not being enforced at all. <laughs> like, there's people wearing masks, a lot of people not wearing masks, and they just weren't even enforcing that in general. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah. the venue is just as much at fault as Hungrybox, I would say. Like, Hungrybox on his, uh, uh, at the first step of, am I feeling well? Should I go in? And the venue of not enforcing any of the rules at all for when people coming in out so and yep. don't get me wrong I, I i know it's not just the us but i know a lot of places compared to like a year or two ago have kind of very much eased the restrictions mm-hmm. like you don't have to wear a mask to, to, to do whatever else that was bound to happen eventually but like COVID is still in existence yeah. we haven't we haven't like cleared it completely yet you know yeah so, we're not at a part where place where it's 100 percent safe or even 80 percent safe for a lot of people. <laughs> I mean, it, it doesn't require any forethought to think, hey, this is a venue with at least 1,300 participants plus anyone who else wants to watch. So probably like closer to around 2,000 people, let's say, for example. I am not feeling too good. I have possible COVID science. How about we don't wear a mask? You know, it's kind of yeah. like, well, you're playing beside someone when you're fighting them generally yeah you're pretty much unless they change the how they sit you can reach your arm out and punch the guy in the face if you wanted to like they're that close in normal tournament stances (laughs) well then then you switch over to playing street fighter right chris 
Oh yeah, of course. Real you, no, no, I was thinking more uh, backyard wrestling. We just grab the chairs <laughs> and the ladders. Yeah, just just, just make it straight wrestling then. Just grab grab all the chairs. But, yeah. I'm uh, sure some rest I'm sure I've seen some clips of people at fighting game tournaments getting so mad that they've almost attacked the person they're fighting. You must send me these clips. I don't know if I could find one, but I'm sure it's almost it's definitely almost happened. <laughs> Things get heated but, up uh, at certain at tournaments. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> so obviously there's some I don't I don't know the proper word for it. I it's not quite cockiness, but like you know that there is something in him that says no, no, no. I'm gonna play. I want to win. Yeah. Screw, screw you know COVID. Screw everything else. I I'm here to play. Screw and the like, rules. I want money. Pretty much. Pretty much. Yes. I mean, and fame like to, along with that money. But yeah, I uh, really disappointed in him. Uh, he's po a possible cause of infection for the entire. Uh, for the entire tournament hopefully not hopefully it hopefully was just that... no one got sick because mm -hmm. of him but he, here's the thing like uh about a year ago like i a little less actually i i got sick um back when covid restrictions were in full force here and i phoned in to work i said hey i can't i can't come in right now it's it, it, not the job i'm at currently it's like a previous job mm -hmm. the one the one before i was the one i have now when i when i wasn't working from home i said you know I don't think I have COVID, but I do have some symptoms. So just to play it safe, I'm not coming in today. And they said, sure. Like, yeah. that's all it takes. Like, you know, if you think there's a possibility, like, yeah, just because COVID's a thing doesn't mean, like, everything else stops existing, you know? So, but if you have COVID symptoms, take a day off to, you know, just observe yourself, see if you, you know, if you think you have it or if it's something else, right? In my case, it was something else, but I still took a rapid test just to confirm, like, yep, yeah, it's not COVID, so we're, we're fine. I just had, like, a very, a very bad stomach flu. So yeah. it is what it is, right? I mean, I still haven't had a COVID as far as I know. Like, I, you know, you can be asymptomatic. You can have COVID without having any symptoms whatsoever. Mm -hmm. But I don't think, you know, it, I, I can't say for sure, but, like, I personally haven't had COVID, but like I, I, I realize for him, like I, what I'm trying to do now, I'm trying to put myself in his shoes, but I can't because like <laughs> even under his circumstances, it's like you would still want to make sure everyone's okay. I don't, you know, do you think so? He, he didn't. So, yeah, I don't know. He deserves know. I, every bit of uh, scrutiny. Yeah, scrutiny that he that he's getting because of this because he made a stupid decision to Agreed. continue to play while clearly not well like he had to go to the clinic for it so yeah, yeah. Um, even if it wasn't COVID it's still apparently a, could have been a throat uh, thing that could have been passed on to others just by coughing or mm -hmm. whatnot right so he's stupid for doing it stop doing Agreed. stop doing those things hopefully he's learned his lesson his lesson and does not do it again and hopefully other people putting on live venues will learn <laughs> like the, yeah. we've got a convention coming up here they're gonna open up like the uh comic con thing here in edmonton and i'm like oh i would love to go for one day you know even if i just go to check out the shops right but i'm like because i'm gonna go i want to go in outfit i don't want to wear a mask when i'm in the outfit but i'm should be wearing a mask because <laughs> i don't want to be near all those people without a mask on even though restrictions have been lifted for a lot of it 
if mm-hmm. it's a big venue with possibly a lot of people, you know, like I would think that the guests there would be should be wearing masks and better have lots of hand sanitization going on in the place. If not, I'm just walking the fuck out. <laughs> like that, you know? If I go, I don't even know if I'm going. <laughs> yeah, I mean... That's, those those sorts of venues like cons or, or tournaments, those are like the number one hotspots for not just COVID, like anything, obviously. Right? That goes yeah. without saying. Like, right? So, <laughs> I mean, this is not a new thing. <laughs> no. You know, obviously... We've it, heard stories about like bad colds being passed around during like conventions. Mm, everyone uh, Jesse, sort of Jesse Cox talks about how every time he's gone to a convention or anything like that, he's come back feeling sick and has to take like a week off work because he's like, I got something at the con again. And said, yeah. over the last two years since he hasn't been traveling, has been the healthiest he's been because of that, him not having Which to go to cons. Ironic. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Not not surprised. People will be people. This is not. Yeah, I mean, you get a lot of people together. It's bound to happen that there's possibly some kind of flu bug or cold bug will go around or something. But still, yeah. like, there's ways to be safe about it, and ways not to be safe be about, a prick it. about it. So, to be a prick about it. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> be safe. Don't be stupid. <laughs> uh, I guess we go into another story if we have one. Yep. So I guess I'll bring this up. Um, so did, did we talk about this last week? Yeah, we did. Which... We did. We talked about the Ubisoft um, about them pulling some games from their yes. like, servers, and we talked about yeah, their older games. It's it's whatever. This is bound to happen. They're they're going to yeah, be up in hundred years, sort of know, thing, right? TLDR shutting down the the uh, online servers for a lot of older games from like Xbox era, possibly three sixty era, which yeah is fine, but them so... also removing. The access to the DLCs from those games that you have purchased. Yes. We talked there's, about that last yeah, week. Yeah, but believe, there's right? been a little bit of an update to that. So uh, one of the games, Assassin's Creed Liberation HD, originally out was it? I, again, I'm sorry. I keep I keep confusing the PSP and the Vita. I forget which one came first and which one, because I never owned them, so I have a hard time. PSP was first. Okay, I'm not sure which one it was for, but it was for one of the PlayStation handhelds. Uh, and then later on, it was released for the 360 and the PS3, and then they ported the Steam eventually. So, to be clear, this game you could buy by itself, but it's also included in the in the Assassin's Creed 3, not the original release, but like the updated version, like the like the HD release of that game. Yeah, it's included in that game because that's kind of like those two games are very tied together in terms of. Uh, the I think events. the time frame and the events. I yes. believe so. Yes. So I, I played both of them. So and I beat both. Right, you so you know a little bit more better than yes. I in that case. Yes. So originally, because of the the very weird way Ubisoft went out about announcing the game, uh, departure. They're like, okay, so you can't buy this game anymore. If you want it, you have to buy it with Assassin's Creed Three. So when Steam saw that, they're like, oh, okay. So we're going to inform our customers. That hey, you can't play the game beyond a certain date, which has happened to me before. Like we, we talked about this on the podcast. Mm. The original version of Grand Theft Auto 4, they pulled from Steam. So even if I owned it, like I owned it, they they had it two separate games, Grand Theft Auto 4 and Tales from Vice City, or or not Tales from Vice City, like whichever, like there's two expansion packs mm. for Grand Theft right. Auto 4. Right. And it was its own separate game on Steam. So and they pulled both of those games. 
and then they combine them into one and put it back onto Steam. I have access to this new game on Steam, but I can't access the the previous versions. They pulled them completely. Oh, so sometimes they'll keep the original up. Like I believe my Skyrim yeah. is still the original Skyrim. I haven't yeah. bought the uh, complete, but sometimes they'll combine them together, both SKUs. And it's yeah, and it's not it's not uncommon for a game that they have pulled and you can still play it and download mm -hmm. like Fable Three off Steam. I still have that. You can't purchase it anymore. Yeah, for example, but. This game, even if you purchase like Grand Theft Auto 4, you can't play the original version. Granted, they gave me the new version for free, fine, but still, my, my point stands. Sometimes they pull games, even if you own them, you can't play them anymore. You can't download them, you can't play them if you have them downloaded, or it's whatever. So that's what Steam thought was going to happen to Assassin's Creed Liberation HD on Steam. They're like, hey, you, not only can you not buy this anymore, but we're putting up a warning that customers can no longer play the game after the certain point in time yeah whatever the game was also on right? sale for like 75 percent off at the time oh was it yeah it was like five bucks i think anyways so. <laughs> yeah that's bad but anyways uh so apparently some wires got crossed and ubisoft was like no 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 no. that's that's not what we meant we meant it actually uh you can no longer access this and not yeah that the online sort of stuff so, yeah <laughs> so now it's back on sale and you you can purchase it again on Steam, and it doesn't have that warning anymore. Yeah, it's I, been checked. it's been updated properly. I checked too as yeah. well, just to make sure see if it was updated. But yeah, it was properly updated to state, you know, you can't access the online portions of the game. And obviously, there's no DLC for it. It was a small game, but yeah. can't access the online stuff. But yeah, yeah, they there was definitely kerfuffle over that because of how badly it was announced. Just like Ubisoft, when they announce anything, come to their game, cut their game versions of their Confuseopoly of how to get everything in a game. <laughs> uh, to yeah. them announcing the closures of the online servers of games. Seems so everything Ubisoft announces seems to be a mess, and they don't know how to do it properly. It's like a reverse King Midas. Yeah, I guess everything they touch turns to crap. Yes, <laughs> but. Uh... Yeah, I, I mean, online servers fine, because that, that costs money to keep them up. Not probably not much, mm. but still. I think it's more so the maintenance because eventually they're going to go down because no one's going to want to maintain them. Mm -hmm. So at some point like, they're going to go down. They're so like, let's just pull them all now. That makes sense. That sort of thing. I guess it makes sense. I'm not happy about oh, it. Oh yeah, of course. Sense. There's ways, definitely on PC where some of these games you could still access them, the online stuff through modded servers. Yeah. If like, but anyway, it's one thing to do that. It's another thing to pull DLC that people have already mm -hmm. bought. Yeah, I, we mentioned that last week. It's yeah. just such a shitty thing. If they paid for it, allow them people to have access to their DLC. It's mm -hmm. only takes up a little bit of space on on the hard drives, and it only gets really gets access when someone's trying to download it. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Anyways, uh, moving on here. Um. So there was a kind of like uh, I don't want to call it TED Talk because it's that's it's not anywhere like a TED Talk, but there's some sort of gathering in Brazil. It was it's called the International Games Festival in Brazil. And Chris, you play Chroma Squad. I think you told me you, oh, you kickstarted I it. Love Chroma Squad and I kickstarted yes. it. Yes. I, I still haven't it beat it, but I need to continue it. when I saw this news article, yes. I'm like, oh, I should continue Chroma Squad. So the creator of this had a panel. At this and it was um originally called the future of game design 
and he was well aware that there is some uh, people responsible for the whole nft market yeah like, it was like, like quite a few individuals yeah a lot of in here. a lot of uh what do you call it sponsorships from crypto companies we'll say yeah exactly so um with the convention's blessing and with you know telling them in, in advance as well he actually flipped it and a few slides into his presentation he says like nope you thought i was going to be talking about the future game design nope so my real presentation are why nfts are a nightmare and the whole room cheered well not, okay maybe not the whole room but like the majority of the room cheered right <laughs> and, and then he, the sponsors did not cheer they got angry <laughs> yeah the sponsors actually tried to like shut him off like to censor him essentially mm -hmm. and kind of cut cut the presentation short but as i said keep in mind this is with with the conventions or if you want to call that with, with the just call it festival convention. yeah festival whatever festival's blessing so and then they didn't do shit they're like no we're not yeah. gonna shut this off you don't like it tough shit essentially and yeah um again this is in brazil but he did actually translate it to english and i actually read every single slide it's like 60 or 70 slides for this translated version he made for the internet it's actually really good like obviously he, you know there are some slides with like just pictures so you don't know what he was saying mm. but the, the ones with the words explaining stuff i'm like this is actually like really strong evidence and really strong points like he's using kind of statistics from other fields to kind of prove his point mm. and it you know like like correlations from studies and such like well anyways i don't want to get too into yeah. it but like you can you can look at it yourself it's actually very well done and like i'm really glad that uh you know developers like him are sticking up for the sort of thing and he's a very intelligent person i can tell just by looking at his presentation i didn't watch the video because it's not in english so there's absolutely no reason for me to like watch an hour-long video of, of someone talking in a foreign language so i i yeah I, I looked at the slides and yeah uh i'm really glad people like him are kind of sticking up for the decent thing yeah he's he, I am um, too. He he had a uh, an interview with uh, someone at uh, PC Gamer, and he was telling them, you know, these people they're outsiders. They're not important. They're just trying to buy their relevance in the space because they have no actual influence over the future of our industry. If you just give them this space uncontested, they're just get and or you're just giving them exactly what they want and buying the narrative that they that they're relevant. So he says, just don't pay attention to them. You shouldn't give them the space. They they won't be around in this space for very long. They're just trying to make a, a quick buck as quickly as they can. But they, you know, stuff like that. But yeah, he's, I'm glad that he's come out and, and done this. There's been lots of devs have come out and spoken up against crypto gaming and this whole play to, <clears throat> she started my throat. Oh, my throat was getting very froggy there. <laughs> um, but yeah, him and like a bunch of other devs have spoken out against, you know, the whole pay to earn, fucking crypto mining, crypto gaming stuff, you know. And it seems a lot, a lot of bigger companies just don't see that. Like, you know, Sony is still, not Sony. Jeez, Square Enix still wants to do stuff like this. Ubisoft still is doing stuff like this. Team 17, the guys who do uh, Worms, 
backed away from it. <laughs> Surprisingly, Sega backed away from it. <laughs> I think, uh, oh, what, what do they call it? I forget. The developers of Dev by Daylight, they backed away from it too. Yes, because I know they behavior. were. Yes, behavior. They were going to, or they did, and then I think there was an update saying that they are no longer going to do it because of the backlash, which mm -hmm. is nice to know because we play Dead by Daylight a lot. <laughs> so now you can own Billy's chainsaw, and only you can use it. And only you can Just... prevent Forrest from yes. going. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like I well, obviously we spoke about this. We understand yet don't understand depending on who you talk to the whole crypto gaming side uh it's got such an impact on the um on the earth itself because of you know the super super computers that you need and the uh heating and that that it does to the atmosphere and just the planet itself it's really bad and everything else like it's i personally hate it i'm glad that more and more people are speaking out about it and trying to get these people out of this space in general just if it was gone i would like it gone entirely like i know i've spoken out and said you know i like the idea of the of the crypto like where it could go in the future but we're not there yet in the future and so many people are trying to push it for their for their pyramid schemes that's the phrase I'm looking for. <laughs> and that's not where this tech should be going. There could be uses for it in other means. And if it was reworked in different ways, it could be better than what it is and not have such an impact on the environment. You know, stuff like that. But it's not there yet. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, I'm sorry. The, uh, I kind of ranted. No, 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 that's right. The Chroma Squad developer, he said after the fact, I've heard that the sponsors got really mad. They tried yeah. to break into the talk while I was talking, but the organization would not let them. There's never any kind of intention on the organizer's side to shut me up or anything like that. So Yeah, like, yeah. when you go to do these venues, you normally have to, like, present them your entire talk. And and that's, that's you know, nothing weird happens. And they clearly seen what he was going to do. And they're like, yeah, it's fine. You know, they just seem to not care that who invested in you know, putting on the show or who the, I guess, yeah, the investors in that were. It's like, we don't care. This is a talk about video games and this is going to happen because it has to do with the games. So mm -hmm. it does <laughs> in a way. If it doesn't get discussed now, this location is going to get discussed somewhere in the world at some point, right? Yeah. So the Shrine Sensor is really stupid and silly, honestly. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, but that's really all I have to say. I don't want to keep ranting about. Yeah. Yeah, about funny. that but i do find it humorous and funnier that it was a from a dev that from one of the games that i a dev of a game that i really really like so <laughs> oh speaking of that so digimon survive is coming out or is coming out like later this month i think it's like a turn-based tactical rpg with digimon okay it, it looks I'm... cool apparently there's like decisions you can make in the game like, I'm excited to play it, but decisions you can make, like, good or bad, will apparently change, like, how your Digimon evolve. So I'm wondering if you just abuse Agamon, if I could get Skull Greymon. Because <laughs> he's my favorite, and I want Skull Greymon. I didn't really watch Digimon, so I don't really have a oh, 
any opinion. Um, bad. You bad man. No, it just, it just how, how, interests how, me. You, I watched a few episodes. I guess you, like, you also aren't into like Pokemon super big like me or, I, you know. Like, I played some Pokemon. Oh, yeah. Games, but... uh, I mean, not as big as me. Like, you played the original and maybe one other beyond that. But... See, here's, here's, here's my take, and I, I don't even want to call it the hot take because I know what I'm saying is objectively correct mm. when it comes to Pokemon games. Now, this isn't like for all Pokemon games, for, for the mainline series. Yeah, the mainline series. All the games are the, are the same. You, yep. you pick one starter fire, grass, or um, the water. Water, thank you. And then, hey, here, here's a professor. It's a different town, but it's always a professor giving you your first Pokemon. Then, hey, here you go. Go on your journey, 10-year-old. You go on your journey. Along the way, you get eight gym badges, and you stop the equivalent of Team Rocket and their organization and their plan for whatever they're doing in that specific game. Mm -hmm. You get one of two legendaries, and then some, some other minor legendaries. And then, and then you go to the, the equivalent of the Indigo Plateau, defeat the equivalent of the Elite Four in your region. And then you beat the game, and then depending on which game you're playing, oh hey, you can go to other regions, maybe, maybe not, maybe there's some other content, and that's it, right? Those are the Pokemon games. Yeah, in but but this Pokemon has a new hat. Exactly, <laughs> like that's what I'm saying. It's it's like yes, the Pokemon are different, obviously, but like the core concept of the game has never changed. Yeah, but it's got its hooks at so, me. <laughs> and I, I, you know, when Pokemon first came out, like the the original Red and Blue, I was really into them, mm. and. And for the first few generations, the catchphrase for everything, including the anime, was "Gotta catch them all, gotta catch them all, yeah, gotta catch them yeah. all, gotta catch." For the all. English now, version, you know, at least, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and no, but even for the games, that was their their catchphrase: "Gotta catch them all," and that was the whole thing. That's, that's what I mean, what like in English. I don't think that that was a catchphrase in Japan, but I could be wrong. Yeah, but that's what drew me to the game because I'm like, okay, yes, I could cheat, but I'm going to get every single Pokemon legitimately at, at like at the same time. So, like for example. I, I have to have a Charmander, a Charmeleon, and a Charizard on mm -hmm. my party. Or at the very least, let me put the Pokédex. Because if you have, you know, if you only have one of them and they evolve like that, the Pokédex counts, okay, yeah. you have all three. Yeah, so but... fine. But I wanted to get all the Pokémon. And then eventually, Nintendo dropped that because, you know, I, I, I don't blame them. Because you can't catch them all after a certain point. Because it's, it's impossible. Like, okay not impossible but like you need to do so many backwards things like okay to get this pokemon i need to like own an original game boy and like transfer to this and transfer to this and trade it here and trade it, you know it's very convoluted and then like they're like okay fine we're just, we're gonna just drop the whole thing all together and then the, the most recent games came out and you can't even import half the pokemon yeah literally half the pokemon's data are not in the game file so like if you try to import it it's it's impossible it's yeah. just like garbage data as far as the game's concerned so yeah it, you just gotta like, keep all your pokemon and pokemon home in your living yeah, decks that's what i mean there's <laughs> it's so convoluted it used to be so simple just catch them all it's like well you can that's what i you am. can it's catch like, them all eventually in pokemon go it's gonna be the only pokemon game that has every single pokemon it even has that, an exclusive pokemon in it two of them <laughs> i have pokemon i play pokemon go and like that's RNG, and you have to be in the right place, literally the right place at the right time. And you have to right? be able to trade with people from across the world to get certain and Pokemon. We can't even get Tauros here in no, Canada. I was going to say, there, there's a region-exclusive Pokemon, so you have to travel in, for real yeah, it's, or trade for something. It's stupid that we can't get Tauros here. We have Buffalo here in Canada. 
Yes, right? <laughs> How come we can't have get Tauros here in Canada? That is so stupid. It I should be it all of like North a... America for that. Yeah, I think Scyther is a exclusive too, isn't he? Or am I not remembering? No, but not here. He might be in another region. I just don't know. But yeah, yeah. That's what I mean, like when I say exclusive, I mean like a regional exclusive. Yeah, yeah, somewhere. yeah. Like I don't remember yeah. all the North American exclusive ones, but for Gen One, it was just. So it's like you ha basically you have to be like a Pokemon person. Like that's all you play if you want to kind of like achieve this thing. I'm like, this is yeah, ridiculous. Like, like I've got a living Dex. It's gonna take me forever to to go the crazy route I'm going with my with my Pokedex. So. And even even if I manage to do all this, at the end of the day, some cheater can just come in and like say, "Oh, I got all the Pokemon." Like, here's the thing: there's a glitch in the original Red and Blue where if if you did something correctly, like if you started to file and capture an Abra with a special like a special stat of a certain number, mm. and then you do like a weird glitch where like you talk to a trainer but like use fly. Like you know how like when you walk into like if this is a trainer, you walk into the line of sight, he was like freeze and they walk to you and they have the battle. So the whole trick was like on the same framework, like while you're walking, when you're like you're one one step away, while you're taking that step, you hit pause, and the game will, will pause, but you'll be stuck in that step, and and, and the person that hasn't activated yet, and then like you select like hey, Pidgey, fly to the Pokemon Center, and then you do that, and then when the game unpauses to fly, the two events happen at the, at the same time, right? So yeah. like you're flying, but then like the battle's supposed to initialize. And that causes a glitch. Again, I, I've done this several times on my original hardware. Anyways, what yeah. I'm trying to say is it's possible to capture a Mew using the glitch, but not cheating, if that makes sense. Yeah, I would rather get missing number. But... <laughs> yeah, I caught missing number. I All I'm doing, like, I'm not, I'm not using any external source. I'm using legitimate hardware. I'm just pressing buttons in, in a specific yeah. order. That's all I'm doing. And I can capture Mew that way. Right, but then like, it's this is a, a rhetorical question. I'm, I'm not asking you, Chris. So, like, please, please don't answer it. Like, is that considered cheating? It if depends on who you ask. <laughs> Again, yes, I know. If that is yeah. not considered cheating, what is considered cheating? Like, you, you can take steps up, right? So, what I'm trying to say is like, if I capture him you that way, and say, hey guys, I got all the Pokemon. Some says, no, you got that Pokemon cheating. Like, it's like, did I get a cheating? Did I not get a cheating? Or how about well, someone if if I got all the Pokemon legitimately and someone hacked them in and said, "Oh, I have all of them too," how do I prove that like, he he was a cheater and I did it legitimately? There's there's no way. No. So I I gave up on it because of these issues. Like, it's too many issues. Like I know issues. I definitely have at probably at least one hacked Pokemon. That's my oh. shiny Char Charizard. I'm you know almost certain he is. <laughs> I I, t I taught you this trick in the first. I think it was Pokemon X. Correct me if I'm wrong. In the first Pokemon game that offered online trading, no, sorry, trading, online trading, I said, you know what? I can get all the starters, Chris. And you're like, how, how do you get all the starters? I'm like, I, I captured a level five of like Pidgey or Rattata or like the equivalent in this game. Mm. I just said, okay, here's, here's my Pokemon. Here's my shitty Pokemon. I want a starter. Like I want, I want this specific like water starter because yeah. it was the fire one. And you wait like one or two days and someone trades you it. I'm like, I don't know why someone wants to make that trade, but they did. And I told you this trick, and you're like, oh, yeah, I used it a few times to get all the Pokemon I want, I think, is what you told me, Chris. Yeah, a lot like, of people... Time. Yeah, mm -hmm. so, like, these are probably hacked Pokemon that you're receiving. If, if, I got, if I got the water Pokemon, for example, this way, and let's say, let's say, for example, in real life, someone made this Pokemon using, like, 
software and decide to trade to me, and I get it. It's this poke. How do I know this Pokemon's legitimate? You don't, right? Because if it fools the game, then how how are you supposed to know? I think if it fools the game, then who cares? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. These are rhetorical questions, though, right? Like, anyways. That's that's the issue I have with the catch them all and the, with the actual gameplay. I'm like, when I used to play the, like Red and Blue when they first came out, I was like, okay, here's my team of six Pokemon. I'll, I'll keep rotating them in and out. I have to get all of them at the same level at the same time and like train them up in, in the wild until I'm ready to move on. Make sure I capture one of Aver. Now, the last game I played X, I'm like, oh, I started with Charizard. I just put him in the front for the whole game. <laughs> I got to level 100 before I even got to like the sixth or seventh gym. He was already maxed out. I'm like, well, now I have to use the new Pokemon. <laughs> so, I'm like, he was like face rolling everything. I'm like, oh, slash. Oh, you're against fire. I'll breathe fire on you. Oh, slash, slash, slash. Because slash is like a critical hit every time guaranteed. So it's like, that's, it's like, these are not challenging games. They're not. Like, you can over level the game and say, fuck, fuck weaknesses. I'm not weak to anything if I can kill you one hit, anyways. Yeah, the games are so, a lot easier now, like with the EXP share always on. Like that's not longer an item. Whereas back in the yeah. day, you didn't and have it used one. To nerf XP. It used to divide them by the number of Pokemon. Now it's like, oh, you, your your Pokemon got a thousand XP. Everyone gets a thousand I, XP for free. I actually think that is like one of the best things they've kept. Yes, they put. In the I game. agree because <laughs> it I makes like that. makes leveling less shitty, especially when you have then, like two or three hundred Pokemon in a game or more, five hundred Pokemon, <laughs> right? Then, then you get into the whole EV versus IV thing and different Pokemon and breeding. I'm not even touching on those subjects, but it, it, it's it's so convoluted. That's what I mean. If you're going to be doing this, you're going to be a full time Pokemon player. If you're if you're going to do it properly, or or well, I said that wrong. Right? Not yeah. properly necessarily, but the way I want to do it properly. That's a better way of putting it. Right? Yeah. Like I have That's no problem. I personally have no problem. Work. I personally have no problem trading with someone online for Pokemon. And if it's hacked, okay, I guess. There's nothing I could do about that, right? So I'll keep it in my bank, but I know which ones I've caught in are in are all real. I've never hacked one, but I at this point I've just turned my brain off to think if if I think it's hacked, you know, I'll just throw it out if I don't want it. Or I'll keep it in my bank and when I get one that I know is legit, I'll just swap it out and toss the other one, right? Mm-hmm. Like I've got a golden oh, what's it called? They always do this on the online you know, like the trading services. It's it's usually a ditto, sometimes it's shiny, and it's and its name is, I think like freepokemon.com or .net or something. And that's its name. You can't change its name because it was traded to you. Now you have I've got like three or four Pokemon in my decks that are named that. I'm like, well, I'm sure these ones are hacked. If not, fine. But you've just now named it this, and I can't change its name. Thanks. <laughs> so. But th- th- that's what I mean. Like, if I send spend time breeding with like perfect IVs and EVs, oh, you'll, how do that'll I, take forever. How do I prove to the world that I did that legitimately and I didn't just hack it in? Oh, it's you like, can. Is the majority of like ninety nine percent of the people in the world? Because that that's what people do. In, I'm assuming in Pokemon tournaments, like real life tournaments, where they play the Pokemon games. Like they have Pokemon National Championships for the oh, yeah, game they and, do. and for the video game. And for the video game, how are you supposed to prove that your perfect IV EV Pokemon? wasn't made artificially you that i have no idea if nintendo can because if you could be traded online then you could battle it in the game you know because <laughs> the game the game will delete any pokemon it 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 knows is has impossible yeah, it should. stats yep. 
it does it automatically. But if you if you program a Pokemon that is perfectly within reason, it's just like max out on on what it can be maxed out on for a specific Pokemon type and level. Mm. How are you supposed to how, like? There's I'm being very hard in the franchise now, but like that's because I've I I have a lot of knowledge in it. Like I don't play them for these reasons. I have nothing against them. It's just these issues I have issues with, obviously, right? Mm. That's strange. These issues I have issues with. But yeah, anyways. Um anyway, I, Digimon I Survive is coming out later yes, this month. There you go. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and I am super excited. I was because Prime Days, you know, Amazon Prime has their sale or had their sale going on. Like, well, let's it's, see if there's anything yeah. anything on sale. And I'm like, no, Digimon's coming out this month and I want to buy Digimon. <laughs> I've been waiting for this game for a while, for a new Digimon game. Mm-hmm. And I may pick that up right away because of that. But yeah, did you end up getting anything? I'm sorry. So, there's only one thing that caught my eye. Um, there's an Elgato stream deck. Mm. And there's still right now there's still i just i'm on amazon there's four and a half hours left i'm still thinking of buying it it was it was on sale but like 30 more dollars than when it's on sale now but now i think i i won't because i'm thinking do i really need a stream deck probably not because yeah i do stream but do you really need like quick access else. <laughs> do i really need quick access to press a button no generally i don't i don't really do it it, it, it would be funny if like you know how some streamers something happens and like there's a zoom in on their face that they probably have a stream deck for that more That'd likely or they have like a hot key so yeah alt f1 something whatever right so but like this new keyboard i bought has like it's the same one you, you have I yeah think. you've got like a it has fun- different uh layouts you function can keys like g1 to g6 yeah. which apparently are built are also elgato stream deck keys or at least they can program yeah you should be able to program them somehow i haven't even done that yet so i already have six keys i'm not using do i really need to buy something that gives me 15 more keys probably not not at this moment probably not (laughs) so that's the only thing that i saw that was on sale if there is something else that Mm. i want on sale i did not notice it yeah i didn't yeah it's been a really weak prime day or prime days the games that i want on sale didn't go on sale so tropical freeze didn't go on sale World ends with you. Final remix didn't go on sale, so. <laughs> but yeah, um, what else was it going to end on here? There's something else. Oh, are you ready to kill more chaos? Oh, DLC is coming out. Yes, game, Final yes. Fantasy Strangers of so, Paradise DLC, and they I showed the, the Warrior of Light. Yes, the real so, Warrior of Light. I mean, well, I haven't played that, the game, that's... so we'll. I was gonna say that's major spoilers. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say real <laughs> so, because they actually show the the hero of light you would expect, the one with the blue and white armor with the big horns. Yes. So, so and I don't know the mate the story, so I I don't know how much spoilers it is, but based on what I think I know, I I know anyway. What do you think you know? Let's, I don't want to say. Confirm it. Okay. Well, I'll say after. I can't talk about this. Then. I will I can't say talk about the trailer because okay, I don't. Well, I, I, we can talk about it there's gonna be three pieces of dlc coming out first one is the trials of bahamut looks like you'll be fighting bahamut or other trials the hero of light seems to be part of one of those trials we don't know in what fashion because the trailer shows the hero of light walking up to garland you know kind of what you expect at the beginning or end of the original final fantasy game and them starting combat and that's the end and the rest of it is jack fighting bahamut 
and other creatures. That's all it shows. We don't know to what extent the Hero of Light is in there, or if he's only in cutscenes, or what. So you can talk about it. We just can't. I just don't want to talk specifically about the end of Strangers of Paradise. Yeah, I, on I, stream I that is. <laughs> I can't say anything else. Yeah. So. Yeah, that, if, that if, if, me. I can't talk about it. There's yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. It. But I just wanted to bring this up because are you going to get it? Are you buying the DLC? I already have it because I bought the. Uh, oh, it came the, with. It came the season pass. Okay, okay. I wasn't sure. Body, I couldn't so. remember if you had that got that. But yeah, that's coming out. It'll be good. I'm waiting for that game to go on sale. I think I'm going to buy uh, it when it's on sale. I played hard mode. You probably want to play normal mode for your playthrough. I I played it on hard when you when you play the toughest difficulty or chaos mode. I think yeah, we played on chaos mode. Chaos mode is basically like Dark Souls. Yeah, Dark Souls isn't that bad. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I, I I I think you like Dark Souls because of even I got frustrated on stream. I streamed the it, whole playthrough. On it my depends stream. on how was... difficult. Like Dark Souls is fine until you get to like something like um the Orphan of Chaos or like Menace, like the guy the the guy in the shadow. Those fights I didn't like. I I stopped playing then. But most of Dark Souls is, it's, it's fine. So, but I guess you don't have help in this game, right? You can't summon people. So, uh, actually, you you always have two AI companions with you, and you can play yeah, online. Yeah, but this game is, is has a lot more monsters at once than your typical Dark Souls. So that's because you have two companions with you. Right, but they're not player controlled. Even if, if you play online, it, so you could do co-op, basically. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I guess and you through, can do it that way. My playthrough was entirely solo on the hardest mode, but after that, after I, I did all the missions by myself, each and every one. Uh, well, I say by myself, I mean like with the AI, of course, because you 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 can't like de-summon your help. You have to have it with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, it's your, optional. Your, your companions are two of them. You said are always with you no matter what. If AI yes. controlled or player controlled. There, okay. there are four companions, not counting Jack. There are four mm. other companions, and uh, yeah, you can you can. Uh, you have to have two at all yeah, times, yeah. except except for story portions where it's only you. Only of Jack. course. But but, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, it, it it's a good game if you like Final Fantasy and you're not afraid of Dark Souls, you will enjoy it. There are some broken combinations I found on on stream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the Sage class specifically, you have you can use both black and white magic spells because like this is like skill trees. Like each each class has their own skill tree. Yeah. And then to unlock, there's like basic jobs advanced jobs and master jobs and one of the master's jobs is stage you can cast white and black magic you have to cast three of the same type of magic in a row to get three tokens like three black magic tokens and three white magic tokens and if you do you can cast ultima ultima is the most busted thing in this <laughs> game it takes down bosses in like almost one hit wow so you basically like... you gotta do like the final fantasy 14 thing or you gotta cast three of the same magic so you can get your charge for the other one or whatever it is, right? Yeah. Yeah. I get you. It's crazy. I'm not sure if you watched my playthrough that I did not see but... Ultima. The last thing I remember at least for story baits is when you were talking to the Dark Elf. Oh, that's Yeah, that's really very early on. And then the rest of it was just me lurking, probably with the volume really low, so that I won't get major spoilers. Even though, you know, I'm like, eh, about the game, I'll probably pick it up when it's cheap. I will or cheaper. Say... The story for that game is ass until the very last two missions. Then mm. it became really good, but the majority of the story is complete and utter shit. Yeah. And you know how I feel about stories. I, I, I am a very lore-heavy, plot-heavy... So I, I enjoy the story in games. That's mm. not the reason I play them, so... <laughs> yeah. 
anyways, let's let's move on to the last uh, news story here. So, um, well, you, you can bring this up, Chris. We've not. What's the last one? Okay, well, I'll bring it up. Yeah, because I don't have that one uh, up. Sorry. Right. So, uh, Nintendo Japan. Oh, says re- yes. Okay, sorry. You sound excited <laughs> because I forgot that was on here, and it is on my list. I just yeah kind of so spaced they, out. They came out in a statement saying that uh, they recognize same-sex marriages, even though their native country, Japan, does not, as well as uh, they recognize transgender people, etc., etc. So they're basically going the full gambit and saying, yep, despite our country of origin, which is Japan, obviously, and by law, not recognizing uh, same-sex couples as as married couples and not recognizing transgender people as uh, whatever they want to identify as, uh, we do. We're kind of on board for all that. And yeah, so that that's good because that's it's good that Nintendo is taking some Western values and kind of importing them into Japan. Hmm. They also, I believe, said for partners, they you know they they kind of you know partners, I guess, for since they can't legally be married, they they're calling them partners. They said for partners, they will also get like same benefits that same that not same that married couples will get as well like if you are still a couple we will recognize that and you should get the same benefits as them you should be treated any differently just because you chose to be in that kind of relationship so congrats nintendo honestly that's really good and i'm really happy for that and because and i've said this on the podcast here before uh, lots of times before oh that's just nintendo being nintendo because like I'm, i'm very critical of them they they are honestly one of the worst companies when it comes to, to decisions. But hey, yeah. they actually made a really fucking good one this time. Like, there's no reason why people should be discriminated against like that in this day and age. Yeah, like, Nintendo goes back and forth between being very archaic and then taking in some good values here and there. Like, so they yeah, kind I of mean, hit and miss with them and lots of Japanese companies in general for that matter. Yeah, I mean, th- this isn't me being. Whatever, but like typically japan is a very what's what i'm looking for very uh i i had in my head when you're talking now and i forget the word but basically traditional very yeah. traditional their beliefs i think is the best way to put it i think that's a good way to put it. Uh, they're they're not really up to date with the rest of the world well mo- a lot of the world i should say when it comes to this sort of thing um but you know what 50 years ago no one was into this sort of thing either so even like 40, 30 years ago, no one really recognized people. No, they, they never recognized. They, they would just make fun of them. And even though it's a thing that everyone knew happened, it was like, oh, no, no, we can't acknowledge them at all, ever. It's like, mm-hmm. what's wrong with you? I always thought that was weird when I was a kid. <laughs> I mean, when I heard about that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, it doesn't affect you personally. So, like, not you, Chris, but like, in general, it doesn't affect you personally so why give a shit about it like why give a shit if people want to identify with this or who their partner is like how does it affect you personally and never you should just let them do that and let them live their lives the way they wish to live their life exactly like like are are you going to come into someone's house and saying hey you're not eating enough bread and corn like that's just the most random thing ever so why why would you care on, on the same exact thought process why would you care who who they're dating or who who they're with or what they identify as like how does that affect you personally it never does right if someone isn't eating enough bread and corn prove to me that doesn't affect you <laughs> like <laughs> like 
it's the same concept. Prove to me that you know two girls being together doesn't or affects you in some way. Yeah, it doesn't. I mean, it some, fucking doesn't. You know, a lot of it has to do with at least in Western culture. A lot of it is because of. Well, I'm gonna say I may be wrong on this. This may be my crazy idea. Uh, Christianity and religion. A lot, yeah. even though there's supposed to be a separation of church and state, i.e. the church and religion shouldn't have any influence over what happens in the actual country and rules. It still has a lot of prominence in like the U.S. as we've seen recently with the abortion laws. There was lots of yeah, and stuff like that. So, you know, a lot of that is being held back because of, I want to say, religion. Shh. Go ahead and shoot me if you think I'm wrong on that, but that's what I think. <laughs> but yeah, we're, we're kind of going. Yeah, we're deviating here. Away but... from video games, which is like the, the focus of the podcast. Well, yeah, yeah but you know, the, the, uh... the, 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 the idea of that, uh, of this article also extends out of video games in general. Of so, course. Of but course, yeah. anyway, we'll go back in and good on you, Nintendo, for recognizing this. And hopefully, hopefully, this is not a lark. I always say this because there could always be some sleazeball underhanded thing that happens later on, but mm -hmm. I'm sure it won't be. Nintendo normally isn't like this. They usually do something else, like not update their online infrastructure in like 20 years. Oh, so you didn't read the other part of the article? So the other part of the article was they, they will recognize people, but mm -hmm. only if they join the Nintendo's creator uh, that. <laughs> and that's a 9.99 subscription fee per month no i'm kidding that's just like a throwback <laughs> to when uh, nintendo was gonna monetize or like they would copyright strike any youtuber unless if you're part of the program without any nintendo game god nintendo yeah. game nintendo as they say you know but at anyways, first yeah, i like... thought you were you were serious no. that there was an addendum to this article then you no. said partnership program like no okay you're you're making it laugh okay i think we're yeah. done i'm done definitely <laughs> I'm just surprised. Like I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised, but I'm still surprised nonetheless that Nintendo kind of made this decision. So good on them. They actually made a good decision for once. And with that, you can find me at, on Twitch at Mr. At Prince underscore Kaboom. I stream. I try to stream very early in the mornings uh, whenever I can. I don't have a set schedule. Sorry. I should update it at some point. But yeah. Uh, I'll be playing more Lunar Silver Star Story, more than likely. Um, yeah, and oh, uh, I guess on uh, Twitter as well, at C-S-C-H-A-B-N-G. And to end what I'm going to say, there's a translated version of the Berserk PS2 game in English. You can play the it in Berserk English. PS2 game? Like yeah. on Steam or something, you mean? No, fan-translated. Oh, fan translated. Okay. Yeah, because it never got I'm officially sure, released here. I'm not sure which game that is, to be honest. I'm sure you know, I showed you. Yeah, I'm sure I told you when I was fighting Zod. But yeah, there's a PS2 game. It, it got translated at some point, and I just re found out about it. <laughs> and I got working That's on funny. my PS2. I'm Princess Kaboom. By the way, Berserk. <laughs> but, by the way, Berserk is awesome. You should read it. Yes. Anyway, Sean? Yeah, so uh, you can find me Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Zorp underscore Zex. Uh, haven't been streaming this week, probably won't because I want to focus on that, those Game Pass games before they leave the service. Um, but yeah, uh, I plan on playing some more Final Fantasy V Pixel Remaster, uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake, 
and some FNAF in the coming week. Not this week, but next week. That's the plan. So yeah, you can find me on there. Be happy to have you on there. And that's it. That's it for me. All right. Till next time. Goodbye, everyone. Take care.